Warning, the following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups. Good Friday evening, everybody, and welcome to the next to the last episode or podcast of the Big Brother 23 season, made possible for by the Whispers groups, a.k.a. Jim Early, Missy AE, um, I'm Melissa, your host. We have Steve, the co-host here. Yep, and thank Steve. God we thank God we are close to being done with this season because yes, I, I will yep. say I will say it's it's probably headed towards a satisfi- a satisfying ending, but God, oh God, this I mean we, we for for those of you who. Uh, did not tune in last night to the Survivor recap show, which, by the way, it will be every Thursday night uh, during this Survivor season, the 41st season of Survivor, uh, hosted by Jim Early, of course. Without uh, his help, none of these podcasts would be possible. Uh, but Amen. you could you could really tell a very drastic difference between discussing Survivor last night and discussing Big Brother because with Big Brother, especially this season, everything has gotten so chaotic to where we almost mm-hmm. have to, we almost have to like, like tiptoe around whatever we want to talk about <clears throat> with the yep. fear, with the fear of potentially, uh, of potentially insulting somebody or a group of people. You know, it's it's gotten ridiculous, and uh, let me add let me add on uh, Laura here uh, real quick. Uh, welcome to the uh, to, or no, it's not Laura, it's Reggie. Uh, welcome to the show, Reggie. Hi, Reggie. Um, Hi. Reggie, Reggie, of course, was on the show last night with us as well. And uh, Reggie, you know, uh, just exactly what I was what I was bringing up uh, as you were calling in here is the drastic difference between discussing shows between discussing big brother like we do every friday night and discussing survivor like we did last night it just see it i i almost think that this the end of this season just can't come quick enough for big brother you're right just based off of all of the you know, the fact that we've had to tiptoe around certain topics right. this season. You know, it's... Is anybody watching Boston Rob, by the way? I, have a I am not. He's on that show right after Big Brother. Well, on Friday night at 8 o'clock, there's a show on that... Uh, it just came on, I guess. They remodeled their childhood homes or their friends' house or coaches. So he went to, back home to remodel um, his uh, mom and daddy's house. Kind of a weird show. Yes. I have never seen yes. it. Celebrity, celebrity um, renovation or something. Yeah, and they're all real phony. The, the host is kind of, I don't know. I don't think I'd watch it ever. 
But oh, he's on there. I'm so taping I've it. got it muted. Are you really? Uh-huh. Um, first of all, I don't mean to interrupt you, but last night I think people might have gotten the wrong impression when I called my kidlets juvenile delinquents. I've been in this over 35 years. I love each and every one of them. And I just wanted to put it out there that I don't mean anything disrespectful by saying that about my kidlets. So that's all. Yeah, you know, I didn't, you, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't think anything of it. I, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure, Melissa, you, you just said you didn't think anything of it. I don't think anybody. Oh, thank you. Uh, I don't think anybody that was on the call uh, really thought. Well, I hope not because, because when when Jim says if I said that about my kids and I got I thought about it all day long working and I th- I thought I'm going to private message him but then I got so busy I couldn't and. It was like, I hope they understand that I do it out of love. And, you know, they, I just, I didn't mean anything by it because, like I said, I've been in it over 35 years. So, yeah. And you were saying okay, that fact. Huh? Your kids are juvenile delinquents. I mean, right? Right, but they don't have the they don't have the background and the parenting that they should have received to mold them yeah. into young citizens, and that's that's the saddest part about it. You know, it's yeah. all parents, me, 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 and and uh, of course our court systems have not allowed them the parents to be a parent at times. So it's just it's just a sad situation. But anyway, let's go on about Big Brother. Okay. Yes, because uh, this obviously, you know, you have you have to give kudos first off, once again to the cookout for what they were able to do this season. The fact that they were able to they were able to stick together. Uh, granted, there's been a lot of controversy uh, amongst Big Brother fans in regards to, you know, why they stuck together, but that's beside the point. However, last night, I think we may have had our real first bit of drama uh, in I loved the whole it. entire game. As we, I had, loved it. We, had, we had Xavier and Kylan nearly come to fisticuffs last night. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't help it. I liked it because Kylan, he is irritating at times, but... He was playing. He was he was expressing raw emotion. He was hurt. He was sad. He was blindsided. He thought it. He he felt double crossed by his best friend in the house. I mean, I just felt really bad for him. Yeah, I kind of didn't. I I have to disagree oh. with you. And you know, because okay. you. you that doesn't mean your opinion doesn't count. Um, and quite honestly, I was shocked that he would have the audacity to throw Xavier's nephew up in his face. Yeah, that crossed the I line. That was that was wrong. I can see him being, oh my God, maybe shedding some tears, being sad, being upset, but cases where people are like that, they would just walk out the door and not say anything or hug anybody or talk to anybody. But Kylan stopped and he didn't leave. 
and he got up in his face and talking about his nephew, and I just, I thought it was wrong. I thought it was 100% wrong. And you know, I've, I've, I've read uh, throughout Big Brother Whispers about how supposedly Xavier did the same thing, uh, you know, using other, other people's uh, family members uh, in, in his conversations that he's had with them. But if I recall correctly, I don't think he ever brought up something like he ever did what Kylan did and basically brought up uh, somebody's nephew or, you know, a younger family member. I mean, okay, mm-hmm. if you want to bring up a brother, if you want to, if you want to bring up a brother or something or a sister to make a point, fine. You know, those people, those 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 people uh, probably have the mental capacity to speak for themselves on social media. Like uh, Kylan's uh, Kylan's friends and family have already been on major damage control so far today, uh, trying to clean up the mess that he made not just last night, but also in his exit interview that he uh, gave to the media today. Uh, but when you when you dare bring in a younger family member into the picture. I mean, I don't care if, if Xavier, you know, mentioned about doing, uh, doing this for his, uh, for his nephew. He can mention that all he wants because that's his motivation. But for Kylan to do what he did last night and try and guilt trip Xavier like he did, bringing up uh, how he named he named his uh, his ne- his nephew Kobe after Kobe Bryant, and Kobe Bryant wanted wanted to do the shit that Xavier did. Uh, but he was just right off. So that's okay. Yeah, that's you know, news newsflash, newsflash. First off, Kobe Bryant was a competitor. Xavier is a competitor. Xavier wants to win the game. He has a much uh-huh. harder time doing that against Thailand than against Big D and Aza. So yeah. I don't care. I don't. I don't care if Kylan saved uh, Xavier with the uh, with the veto last week. This is a whole new week, and checks are meant to be bounced inside the Big Brother house. Uh-huh. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Kylan did save Xavier last week, but that doesn't mean that Xavier mm-hmm. had to return the favor. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, when you think about, okay, so uh, I was going down this path, and now I've kind of come to a fork. Where was I at? Um, I think that they don't know that after watching the um, jury house feed, even Sarah Beth was turned off by Kylan. And I think that that Xavier would have won against Kylan hands down. I don't think well, that he again, would have had a problem that, beating Kylan. Yeah, they, they don't, don't know, know that. that though. Yeah, they don't know that. But I, I still think he would have beat Kylan in the end. But they don't know that, so it doesn't really matter. But I'm, that's what I'm saying is that I was shook that, that 
even Sarah Beth was turned off by Kylan. Yeah, you know, I was, uh, yeah, I, I kind of got the feeling, though, that maybe perhaps would this be a jury that would actually be bitter or, you know, if Kylan had actually played the better game over Xavier in a potential final two, would the jury overlook all of the all of the uh, deceiving that Kylan did, which, I mean, let's keep in mind, deception is part of the game. You know, Kylan... Right. Kyland actually played this season, despite he the did. numerous opinions that, despite the numerous opinions that fans have had this season about Kyland and about certain Big Brother competitors this season. Kyland did compete, unlike certain players who are still in the game. Well, he exactly. Okay, I going into this, going into the season, he was one of my favorites. Kyland was. But as he progressed through the season, he started um, losing me bit by bit, week by week, with some of the things that he would do and say. Actually, he got worse as the season progressed. He got a little bit more batshit crazy. Let's just put it to you that way. <laughs> um, yeah. I love that. That was good. He, 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 he was losing his mind little by little, week by week. Until it, well, I mean, it came to a head last night. Um, then reading some, um, looking at an interview he did today and reading um, an interview that he did today, the audacity, his, the audacity. When he said Tiffany, by her own admission, was being selfish and she just wasn't of uh, the caliber to represent the cookout, blah, 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 or this season of Big Brother. It's like, what? Okay, number one, he has a tendency, circles, they, he talks circles to people, and he gets them to the point where it, it, they agree with him just to shut him up, right? He yeah. kind of gaslights them. To the point where they're walking out of the room saying, okay, fine, I did it. What? You know, even though they didn't do it. Tiffany, I don't think, was that selfish, in my opinion. I know a lot of people think, he shouldn't have done that. She shouldn't have. The thing is, is there's that a lot she, of people. She did there's not. There's a lot of people that were selfish. That, uh, Xavier was really bad. Xavier was one one of I think he was more selfish than Tiff, to be honest. Oh, I agree on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she, um, in my opinion, yeah, she decided that she wanted that HOH in her cat, and she decided that she wanted Claire to stay over Alyssa. But in the end, it backfired on her, and she ended up losing Claire anyway. But you know. It didn't hurt the cookout you know, at all. It did not. It did not. No. Hurt them at all. It only hurt. It, it did only, not it put only the cookout in any kind of danger. It only hurt Tiffany. Right. It didn't put the cookout in any danger. So shut the hell up. You know. And by the, by the way, sorry. you know that isn't even that isn't even Kylan's worst thing. You know, apart from. 
apart from him saying, you know, Tiffany was an unworthy representative to be the first black winner, which, by the way, is complete bullshit. Uh, yeah. As a matter exactly. of fact, she, she may have been she may have been the most worthy uh, apart from Xavier within that alliance. Uh, but yeah. also, apparently, this uh, this has been brought up on social media. Not only did he bring up Xavier's family at the uh, at the eviction last night, he also took Derek Derek Frazier's father's ring as collateral upon his exit. Who did Kylan? Kylan, yeah. I missed all that. Well, all I can say is that he'll be getting that back. Because if he doesn't, he's going to be in a world of hurt. Well, Der- Derek is expecting that he probably won't get it back. He wants it back, but he's he's expecting that he's not going to get it back after how after how they did Kyland. Well, that's his ring. Hand, on the other hand, you don't bring something that sentimental value exactly. into the house. Number one. And you certainly don't hand it off to somebody as collateral. What yeah. was the collateral for on, again? That's kind of on Derek, huh? What was the collateral for again? I'm trying to make my football picks while we're talking. Basically, uh, it was basically a ring. I think it was a school ring that his father had bought for him. I, I forget exactly what it was, but it was a ring. Right. That was it. Was a ring that had either belonged to Smoking Joe Frazier. Or it was a ring that Smoke and Joe Frazier bought for Derek when he was younger. Aww. And he used it as collateral, you know, basically basically he tried to make Kylan feel completely safe. That he that he could basically take the ring if he ends up getting voted out. At the oh, end wow. of the Well, I said okay. Well, then Derek needs to say, well, I gave it to him, so and I told him to he could keep it if he got voted out, and I knew I was voting him out, so that must not have been too sentimental to him. Well, it was the last it was the last <clears throat> item that jo- that that Joe Frazier gave to Derek before he passed away. Oh, uh, I would have never given it. No, absolutely never. not. So never. So. So at that point, it's like you don't, like I said, you don't bring something of sentimental value into the, home, the house, number one. Number two, you certainly don't give it away as collateral and then expect to get it back. If he doesn't get it back, that's on him. He shouldn't have done it. Um, he shouldn't have done it at all. Um, and Kylan's just the type of little pansy that would say, I'm not doing it back. He told me I could keep it if I got money back. I can just imagine that Kylan will refuse to give it back. I can just see it now. I hope yeah, not. And I, I got to tell, tell you, last night, I, first off, it's probably one of the most memorable exits that we've gotten in quite some time, to the point of where we were only a Super Bowl baby comment away from it turning into I missed uh, that. I missed that comment. Well, no, he didn't say he didn't say it, but he didn't say it. Uh, but we were 
it just it looked so similar to Howie's uh, exit in Big Brother All Stars when he got into that uh, when he got into that argument with uh, with Boogie or the confrontation with Boogie, and then uh, right as he was exiting, he yelled out Super Bowl baby, woo, and and uh, as he was on his way to visit Julie Chen. And the way the way that that confrontation last night got so heated, I almost thought we were about to see another Howie moment, a, a recreation of uh, of Howie's exit from Big Brother Seven. So yeah, uh, but that may be one of the biggest confrontations I think we've seen since that since that exit in Big yeah. Brother history. Yeah, that I mean, ugh, I tell you, I it's like I said, I I did not, I didn't feel sorry for him at all, um, and because I was glad to see him go, I wanted him to go, I was glad to see him go, um, and then just the way he exited, uh, it was just the the icing on the cake with me. I mean, let's just face completely it, completely lost me. I mean, I mean, let's let's face it. Going back to my previous point about, uh, you know, you can bounce checks inside the Big Brother house. If you're in, if you're in Xavier's position here, and you have the option of either going up against one of the best competitors this season in a potential final three, or going up against two of the worst competitors this season in a potential final three. Don't you really want that seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars badly enough that you will that you'll take an easy win, even if it even if it may look uh, even if it may look weak to some people? I'm sorry, you know, if screw pride, you know, I'm taking the easy win, which is exactly what yeah. Xavier did. Right. Now, obviously, yeah. the jury could still the jury could still be bitter, and uh, you know maybe we end up having a worst case scenario, and either Derek F or Aza ends up winning this season. But I doubt it. Uh-uh. Honestly, I, I just I don't see what kind of argument I, I, I could I could see maybe the only argument I could see is Derek F against. Xavier, and the reason being, and keep in mind, he's nowhere near the type of player that Will Kirby uh, was. But Will Kirby kept himself in different uh, in different conversations during Big Brother Two, and he was able to play his social game and not even not even you know have to win a competition. So there's always the chance that Derek F. could somehow topple Xavier in a final two. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but there's always a chance. I I I don't think so. I would probably give Derek the better chance against Xavier than I would Aza. Yeah, I'll be just kind of curious. The thing is, okay, Listening to Big D, like he's already won the game, that he thinks he can easily beat anybody. 
you know, and he's taking credit. I know it's like, you know, I put it in whispers, but I can't remember it word for word. But something along the lines of, I created the cookout. Um, I kept everybody together. I was in control of all the votes. Every week, I said who goes and who stays. I um, had all the women believing me. Um, I was the coin of destiny winner. Um, I blah, blah, blah. And it's like, excuse me, huh, what? Did I just hear you, Laura? Yeah. Yeah, Laura Laura has officially joined. (laughs) Hi, Laura. Hi. I thought I heard your giggle. I, you know, um, that's just ridiculous. I was the coin of destiny winner, huh? Yep. And then you've got the people that sitting in the jury that know damn well he didn't, right? Oh, my God. The guy's um, a delusional. He's delusional and he has a taco chest. <laughs> Talk on me. Yeah. I I cracked up laughing about a talk. I've never heard that, and I'm old, but that just cracked me up. So from now on, when I'm looking at some some guy, I'm gonna go. Do you have a taco chest? But they they kind of think I'm I'm kind of you know my friends think I'm dingy anyway. So you know it's like I have never heard a taco chest. Oh yeah. my god. Have you heard of a taco chest, y'all? No, I, never. No, 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 no such I've thing here of, in Canada. The, uh, I've I've heard of a beer belly, but not a taco chest. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I haven't. So of haven't course, heard of another, over, oh, yeah. of, of course, over another here, over of, here, we call it the keg. Yeah. The keg. Really? The beer keg. The keg? K-E-G? K-E-G, the beer keg. We have a restaurant called the keg in Canada. Uh-huh. It's really good. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I've, that's the only... Okay, so like you're talking about the keg of beer. Is that what it is, a keg? Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. Another observation yeah, I, I of another observation of Derek is I know that people have said that Frazier, um, Joe Frazier died poor. He didn't have any money. But I think um, I there's something suspicious about that, and I, I the reason why I say this is because I think, in my opinion, Derek Frazier just sounds so frickin' spoiled. Yeah, oh, he is. Everything handed to him on a silver platter with a silver spoon, and he, uh, I think that, and he, and the fact that he doesn't have a career, he doesn't have um, anything like that. He went to private school, um, things of that nature. And the only well, reason why he actually got a job was because his mom got sick. 
and he did it to try to help pay her bills. It's like right. Well, Joe Fraser, Joe Fraser, smoking Joe Fraser, died with about a hundred thousand dollars. However, that doesn't mean that he didn't have property. Um, you know, they're reporting what he has in the bank, right? Like, you know, but, but, you know, that doesn't mean that he hadn't bought properties. He did make investments and stuff like that. But, you know, um, they don't know everything. Like, people don't know everything about him. So, I mean, he may have had more than $100,000. I don't know. But he did, he, he was a good fighter. He, he was. Don't, wouldn't you say, Steve? Steve? Well, I mean, if I mean, if you beat Muhammad Ali, you know. Yeah. And of thirty, I think of thirty-nine fights or something, he won thirty-six. You know, so you know he was no slouch. I don't know. You know, I mean, he could have, like all these people that we say that we're famous and they died with nothing and their kids are walking around with money. Um, you know, they had, uh, not everything is reported to the IRS. Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's, put know, it like, let's put it like this. It's, it even got to the point where he couldn't even pay, or maybe he could have, maybe the money he had could have paid for his own funeral. But Floyd Mayweather ended up paying for his funeral services when yeah. uh, when he passed away. So, you yeah. know, maybe there is potentially some truth to what to what's been said about him. You know, not having uh, the fact that they didn't even have enough money uh, for him to hand down to his children so that they could pay for his funeral services. Instead. You know, uh, they they had um, they had Floyd Mayweather Jr. pay for it. Yeah, I don't know. I I shouldn't say I shouldn't say they had him more like he offered to. Yeah, and he ended up doing it. Yeah, it it was um, uh, reported at the time of his death in 2011. I'm just reading it that he had a hundred thousand dollars so that doesn't you know that to me you know that does that's a hundred thousand dollars in your bank who knows what kind of properties he invested in and shit like that right like we don't know mm-hmm. um but i agree with you um um derek fraser is the epitome of a spoiled brat and also so, another yeah. another thing, uh, j- just real quick, defending defending the fact that he went to a private school. I mean, think about it. The way the way his father was so popular. If he uh-huh. were to have attended, if he were to have attended public school, do you know That's how great. much he would be bothered by the school population? Mm-hmm. Well, not only I mean, you it, know, and the fact the fact that he was probably overweight and uh, you know, possibly gay didn't help. You know, 
No, especially so, especially uh especially during the time during the time that he grew up, yeah. You know, that obviously, you know, didn't help, but at the same time, you know, I I think the fact that he was enrolled obviously this has nothing to do with anything, you know, big brother related, but you know, just the fact that he was enrolled in private school, I think that was part in fact to that maybe they just wanted because the one thing that that has been known about smoking joe frazier is that he lived a pretty private life to where he even had a private funeral so Mm -hmm. you know maybe he just didn't maybe he didn't want his son to have to deal with you know the the fact that he's that he's the that he's the son of a celebrity essentially, mm-hmm. that he's the son of a very famous boxer, you know, that mm-hmm. probably would have done more harm in Derek's upbringing than, than good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it also says that uh, at the peak of his career, he was worth $2.5 million, um, but that he um, he was very generous with his money and helped a lot of his friends. Right, so you know, and I can see, you know, my dad was a huge fan of his, right? So, but um, and also keep in mind, keep in mind, keep in mind, two and a half million dollars at the peak of his career is a lot different back then compared to what it is now. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, some some there are people in Canada, like in my town friends of mine that won't retire until they have two million dollars right and they're not far away from making it um which is really you know in my mind i remember thinking you know when i first got married uh, many 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 years ago i used to think oh i you know we can retire when i have a hundred thousand in the bank right well shit no you know like i mean uh, you know um, we don't. I don't know what your pension plans are like in the U.S. You know, but here it's pathetic, absolutely pathetic. Like senior citizens um, could never survive on on the pension that the Canadian government pays. Um, you know, like the you know you you could have worked all your life and um, you know paid into it all your life, and it's still pathetic. So. You know, people need need a lot of money to retire, and you know, two million dollars um, these days is not a lot of money. It's not. You know, I mean, you can retire on it for sure, but it's it's you know, if you have kids and I don't know, yeah, yeah. So, but two two point five million in those days, I think, Steve was a lot of money. In in the sixties, well, sure obviously. It was. Well, wait a minute. Hang on. Let's see. When was he? He died. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He in... was. He was in the sixties. He was fighting. He was fighting in the sixties. I forget. I yeah. for, I, for, I forgot okay. that. Uh, I I wasn't sure if it was the sixties or the seventies that the pri- that primarily most of his career was, but it was the sixties. Um, actually, yeah, yeah, it was the sixties. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that was a lot of money back then. But I agree, you know, back to, you know, like back to Derek, 
like he does seem pretty spoiled but that you know like I don't know what kind of a private school he went to or how much it cost per year but who knows somebody else could have been funding that you know maybe Meriwether was uh you know funding that too you know who knows did he have brothers does he have brothers and sisters I cuz I think Fraser had a bunch of kids yeah, uh, I'm. I'm trying to find some sort of information. Some sort of information uh, about that right now, but I believe. Yeah, I don't think he was be- the only kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So here, here we go. It says here that uh, you know during, and this is sort of tying a bit into. Uh, what I said earlier about about private school, the fact that uh, Frazier's children uh, dur- during his time uh, fighting Muhammad Ali, his children were actually bullied at school, and his poli- and his family were given police protection uh, uh, upon receiving death threats. Oh God. Mm. You know this was back. This was back when. Muhammad Ali obviously was at the top of his game, and so was so yeah. was smoking Joe Frazier. So uh, the fact that this question was even asked, um, and obviously this has a little bit of a tie-in as well to the overall theme of this season. Uh, but back in the back in that day, uh, there was an article that was written that said. Is Joe Frazier a white champion with black skin? Ooh. So, you know, the fact that it's no wonder that he wanted his family to have a private life because he was consistently under fire from the media. I don't even know what that means. Is he a white champion with... Uh, Black skin. What basically, does that mean? Basic, ba- basically, meaning that he's, you know, he's the guy that every, he's the guy that that the white corporate, the the corporations that were mainly controlled by white people back in the day, and I mean they kind of still are today. Uh, you know, in in boxing, they push a certain person. When it comes to marketing, okay. when it comes to marketing and every marketing and everything, that's kind of that's kind of why, uh, for example, uh, Floyd Money Mayweather was one of the top boxers for years uh, within the past uh, within the past decade, decade and a half. Right. You know the fact right. that uh, usually big corporations always pick their go-to guy. And that was smoking Joe Frazier back in his mm. day. But well, I, I feel we're kind of—I feel we're kind of getting off of the topic of Big Brother here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so we should probably let, let me ask you this, Laura, because we were kind of discussing this before you came on the air. Uh, what did you think about Kylan's antics last night? Kylan and. Yeah, Kylan. At at the, I thought it was uncalled for. I thought it. I think there's something wrong with him. I don't think. um, Like I, I mean, you know what? 
Um, maybe he's uh, ADHD. Um, I don't know. You know, I mean, my apologize to everybody out there who's ADHD because I know adults with ADHD that take medication and, and cope well. Um, but um, I think that his comments were uncalled for and he handled it like a wimp. Um, you know, there was, it, he was not classy at all. Um, you know, you know, it's a game. You got screwed over, you think. He thinks he got screwed over because, you know, he assumed. I don't think, did X ever say, like, did Xavier or uh, Xavier ever say, you know, well, he did tell him he they were in final two, and but he told the same thing to um, um, Big D. Well, I don't know. Like, he said he he presented it. He presented it in the diary room. He presented teaming up with Kyland as a option. Yeah. You know that he had. He I, now had multiple options. I really. You know, I, I think that Kylan felt because uh, because he say, took X down off the block that X owed him. It doesn't work that way in Big Brother. Right. Um, exactly. You know, Big Brother is a game, and if you chose to save somebody, don't expect the same in return because nine times out of ten it ain't going to happen. So um, I think bringing up his nephew was a huge mistake. You don't bring family into it, right? Like mm-hmm. that's off limits. Um, or if you want to, you know, if you want to bring family into it, if you want to bring family into it, leave the younger members of out of it. Yeah, but you I mean, bring, you know, you don't. You want. I ahead. agree, Steve. But you don't bring somebody's mother, you know, like mother into it or, you know, you don't, you know, like you don't bring kids into it. You, you know, you don't. No. You, like in my, um, my feeling is he shit on X. He shit on him at the end. And that was wrong. And I don't care, like I listened to the explanation and all this stuff, but, you know, Kylan is, kind of does double speak, right? Um, yeah. He double talks, and um, which I'm not really fond of, you know, to begin with, but, uh, um, you know, Kylan was so convinced that he was, so deserving because he won challenges and you know there's a lot of people that won challenges like uh, somebody that comes to mind even you know not the challenges or or whatever but somebody that was really really screwed over was danielle reese and i believe i believe that danielle should have won her season she was screwed over um and she handled it with class. It happened, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he, there, there's, you know, I mean, even Paul handled his seasons that he lost better than uh, Kylan did. 
Well, and I get, can't uh, stand let's Paul. Get, let's get Kansas. Uh, Kansas is joining us now. Uh, Kansas, obviously, hey this, this, had gone, this had gone on shortly. Uh, this has gone on shortly before uh, last night's podcast that we did. Uh, but what were your thoughts on on Kylan's? Uh, oh, you know, Kylan nearly coming to blows physically. Kid, with, we've never uh, seen anything like that before. It was crazy. And, Laura, I can second pretty much everything you were saying. The thing with Kyland is how many people did he screw over to in the game? So he can dish it out, but he sure as hell yeah. couldn't take it. What a big, dumb, right. stupid baby, you know? He did the same yeah. damn thing. How many people did he screw over? It's a game, right? But when it happens to him, oh, my goodness. Oh, and I, I thought it was, it was terrible, ridiculous. him bringing up the family member. He looked like such an idiot fighting with them. We've never, uh, have, we've never seen anybody leave like that. We've seen people be mad, well, not hug anybody you know, or walk out with a, you know, with a, a stick up their butt. But we never saw anything like this. Didn't Mike Boogie kind of leave like that, too? Yes. In one of, yeah, no, not, not, you know. Not, not, yeah. it, wasn't, he, it wasn't Mike Boogie. It wasn't Mike Boogie. It was Howie. Howie, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Howie. That bad? As bad as Kyland? Well, close. Close. In, in, Howie's, kind, in Howie's kind of way. Man, I'm surprised I forgot all about that. Yeah. No, I he mean, the fact, that, the fact that he took, uh, he, took, he took Mike Boogie's hat off of his head and, and, threw, and uh, threw it away and then threw ca- it. Uh, ca- basically – Basically called him a punk, got in his face, looked. Oh, like I remember gonna, that. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm like remembering he, that he, exactly. Okay. He basically, yeah. okay. he basically looked like he was. He looked like he was going to beat the shit out of Boogie. Basically. Yeah. I probably enjoyed that because I couldn't stand Boogie, so. That's <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> it didn't bother me because I just. Oh, you like, you I was just sitting like there eating your popcorn, drinking your soda, going. Yeah, yeah I was go, probably go. enjoying every second of it. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of let that slip out of my mind. <laughs> but Kylan just—he—he he was just so aggravating, and you know he's going to be going to jury, and he's going to try to shit talk Xavier and try to get everybody to not <laughs> vote for him. him. You know that's what's going to happen. So I don't. I don't expect anybody to give a damn what he has to say. Truthfully, yeah, I don't. I think, think Xavier so. I don't has think, it in the bag. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Tiffany would allow that. You know, like, like. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I think Tiffany has Kylan's number. Oh you know? yeah. So many times you know. over, she won't let him get away with it. And you know, no. and you know, it's not. It's not just that. It's not just that. But he also he had the opportunity in his exit interviews today to, uh, you know, maybe apologize and whatnot. But instead, he doubled down. Of course. We wouldn't apologize, Steve. That's not in his personality. He's always right. Yeah. There's there's just people in the world like that, right? And he's one of them. And, I mean, I don't – I mean, I'm blessed that I don't have anybody like that in my life. But – you know, like there are just people like that that, that he borders that on the narcissism, and unfortunately, yeah. I have come across several narcissists 
rest of my life. So, I mean, I know that they're always right, and they make excuses, and they'll make lies. You know, we we did this and that and that to them. They're always right. They're always on. They're always good. It's just, ugh. Yeah, yeah, he's I know. he's got a kind of a god complex. Yes, and he was talking in one of his interviews today about how he felt like he and Xavier were the only two that could adequately represent the cookout. Blah blah blah. Not exactly oh, those words, but along those lines. Did you just, Melissa? Well, I I can imagine you watching that and just about puking. You know. No, I will agree. I will agree with this much, Melissa. I will agree that he deserved. I mean, we're, we're talking just playing wise. He was definitely a better player than than um, Aza and um, Big D. Yeah. Okay. The two of yeah. them, in yeah. the end, and we talked about this like how many weeks ago, where we were mm-hmm. worried about something like this happening, where they were going to take the two of them at the end. We we talked about this. That was a big well, fear going gonna, on with all of us. Was, this is going to suck. I knew suck. it was going to happen. If, yeah, and, and, you know, but it was good game play on Xavier. Truthfully, who is a better player? Okay, I'll agree with Kyland on that, on that little tidbit. Yeah, yeah, okay, yes. As far as game play, he should be there over them. But we can argue to the fact Tiffany sure as hell should be there. Well, mm-hmm. Anna should be you know, there. I mean, there's so many that should be there over who's there. Xavier definitely deserves where he's at. Like it or not, he's definitely the, thing, the best Kansas, playing this. Kansas, at the beginning of the game, you get out the people that are perceived threats. Right. By the end of the game, you know who the threats are for sure. Right. And I believe... X did the right thing. If he wants he did. to win, for his game, had, yes. For yeah, his game, you know, so 100%. He got, rid of, he got rid of the threat. So, you know, Kylan did, did right not thing. do that. If Kylan was smart, Kylan would have gotten rid of Xavier. Kylan thought he exactly. was doing that was in Kylan's mind. You know, he, that, what did they say? It was the Batman, oh. Superman complex. He wanted to go to the end, yep. you know, with a fabulous player. He felt that the fabulous player should go to the end. That was that was in his mind, but that wasn't in Xavier's mind. And I'm sure Kylan can look at this now and smack himself upside the head and say, why did I keep him? I had the chance. I should have gotten yeah. rid of Xavier when I had the chance. But you didn't, dude. You didn't do it. He got you. You got got. Accept yeah, exactly. it. Okay? Sure did. Accept it. Be a man. Accept it. You're not a baby. Accept what happened. Right. You got played. Right. You played other but people. You got them out. Now he got you out. Yeah. Yeah. Precisely. See, the thing is, is that Kyland, in his mind, had already won the game. He of said, course. as long as I can get into the final two, I'm done. I've got it. Right. Right? He was the best because player in his said, mind, yes, that he really felt that way. Yeah. yeah he's a better player. I'm going to only. I'm gonna agree with him. He's de- definitely better than Oz on Big D. And if one of them would win, that would be atrocious. But I don't see well, it happening. Well, you know what, though? Let's not discount that. It could happen. I hear you. I know it could happen. I, I would be shocked if it did, but, I, I mean, it could happen. You're right. Well, you know, uh... I mean, Aza and Big D now are going to play against each other, right? Wouldn't it right. be something? Wouldn't it be something if uh, uh, Aza 
won the final, you know, HOH, right? And she was a good chance too. Yeah. Against Big D. He never won one HOH. No. Yeah. So And if it's a point of, you know, staying on for a long time or strength or whatever, she's got him beat. Because he you know, he can't hold on. I mean he's very big. He can't hold on to things. If it's gonna be, you know, it's literally what the only you, the only chance the only chance that Aza would have of winning is if she was up against Big D. If she's up against exactly. Xavier, and I covered this earlier, if she's up against Xavier, she's toast. No matter what competition right. it is, or if it's in the final two. Okay, if, I, I, I guess I'm I'm, I'm so, thinking right now part two because I know that Xavier won part one. So yeah. that's kind of in my mind right yeah, now as so, part two. Because yeah. I see her beating oh, okay. Big I thought, D. I thought you were talking. I thought you I'm were, sorry. I thought, no, I, thought I was, I was were, talking about the. I thought you were the, talking uh, about. Um, no, but. but I thought what, you were talking about the actual. There's always a, actual, frame of there's always a chance. There's always a chance that that could happen. You know, there's always a chance. If it's a bitter I mean, jury, I know. You know, if just, it's a bitter jury, then, from, then they'll give it to one of them. But truthfully, you know, just, Xavier, and then it, the way they're talking, I don't see it. They seem to want to pick the best player, and they seem to feel it's Xavier. Yeah, yeah I don't know. And, but and all just, I'm just, saying just is, from what I've seen, just from what I've seen so far this season, all the mental stuff. I mean, let's keep in mind: round two is mental, round three is mental, and right. also. And also not to mention, when you're answering jury questions and presenting your case, that is also mental. Yeah. Every single time, every single time we have seen each of these three in any sort of mental uh, situation, whether whether it's uh, you know whether whether it's some sort of uh, some sort of competition or some sort of situation. Xavier has always been the person who's held, who's held everything together. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, I see him winning anything against either of them. But Aza and Big D going at it together for part two, I'm expecting that to be physical. So I'm expecting her to probably win it hands down. Yeah. All right, uh, yeah. let me, uh, real, qu- real quick here, uh, I believe we have, Joe, is this you? Hey guys, can you hear me? I'm having a problem. Um, yeah. 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 You, uh, this is me, but I'm having a problem with my app. You guys are breaking up. Okay. Not you. Yeah, you are connected. Hey, you are connected. Uh, we can we can hear you. Hey guys. Uh, first, I want to uh, I want to apologize uh, for the last time that you were on the show uh, because things got a little heated. Uh, you know. And we've we've stated this a couple of times actually since the last time you were on that you know a lot of the stuff that we say is opinion based you know we're not going off we're we're just going off of what we're feeling based off of what we're seeing so I I feel I I sort of feel like the last time you were on uh, you know, things got things got kind of heated when they really didn't need to, and that's kind of our fault. So uh, I want to apologize um, on behalf okay. of um, on behalf of the show uh, to you. 
All right. If I were a gentleman, I would accept the apology, but you guys should know by now I'm not a gentleman. But I'll accept the apology anyway. <laughs> but the thing is, you don't have to apologize because um, if you call that a heated argument, then you've been in some very uh, tepid situations. Um, and I didn't think you raised your voice. Maybe I did a little bit. Um, I, didn't, I didn't want to. But, yeah, everybody has an opinion. And um, a raised voice, right. as long as the intention exactly. behind, exactly. yeah, and as long as the intention behind it isn't to be especially acerbic or especially um, aggressive, it, uh, you know that shouldn't really matter in the conversation. But I accept your apology. The apology isn't necessary. Did you? Were you guys on last night? Because I think I wanted to come in, but I you only had a yeah, few minutes. Yeah, for Survivor, we talked Survivor last night. Okay, was that about the finale? No, no it this was, is uh, this is just media. starting first first episode. The, the oh, for the survivor. Okay. So how okay, yeah, how's Big uh, Brother doing? Well, we are we are down to the final three now. Uh, but you know, real real quick, Joe, if you do if you do ever want to call in to the Survivor uh-huh. shows, we will be doing them every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern uh, for the okay. Survivor season. I might even have to start watching the reality shows now in order to come in. So You'll enjoy you know, Survivor, the, the Joe. I mean, if you want to watch something really good, this is a terrific uh-huh. cast. It's going to be very exciting. It's going to be fast key because they had to cut back on a lot of the shows, so there's going to be you know, more evictions. But it's going to be very exciting. It's a very diverse cast. It's not a bunch of kids. There's a lot of older, mm-hmm. you know, people in the cast too. It, I think you might enjoy it. Give it a shot and see what you think. Yeah, I'd be more interested in what the baby boomers have to do in terms of ingenuity. See if they can outsmart the generate, you know, Gen X and the millennials. That might be fun. Well, this is yeah, a I think a baby boomers being voted off already, right? Oh, what makes what what makes a baby boomer? What age? Baby boomers oh, are like um, 50s, 60s, I think. Oh, okay. If they get anything oh, right. after... Late 40s, maybe. No, late 40s hmm. wouldn't be the baby boomers. I think it would be okay, late 50s, yeah, 50s, 50s, 60s, then probably yeah. would be baby boomers. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm in okay. the baby boomer category. I'm a... Yeah, so... You'd enjoy because um, there's a lot of people. There's, se- no, there's several in their 50s that are playing, and these aren't lightweights. You know, these people are going to be giving it their all. Good. Represent great power. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Usually they'll cast, you know, a bunch of models or whatever, which we hate. We hate when they cast, like, the 20-something models. You know, we want to see real Uh people. Yeah. Like I said, it would be fun to see people, baby boomers in particular, with ingenuity going out there into into the fray, outsmarting the millennials and the Gen X. Well, actually, the Gen X and the millennials have been dumbed down so much. I'd be surprised if the baby boomers couldn't do it with their, uh, you know, with their hands tied behind their back. You'll probably enjoy this. Give it a watch. I'll, t- I'll, t- okay. I'll tell you one thing, Joe. Uh, compa- compared to what 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 we may see out of the older contestants in some reality shows uh, in Survivor. They have a pretty, a pretty good chance 
most of the time in in those seasons, unless they're you know physically unable to contribute to their tribes. Uh, right. You know, they a lot of a lot of baby boomers actually do pretty well on the show. I'm good. I'm glad to hear. Like I said, I'm not. Uh, I really shouldn't be surprised, actually, because. I'm a baby boomer, and the, the the best, you know, the one, the generation I was called the best generation was the one before me. That was the uh, uh, World War II, post-World War II generation, uh, you know, really the World War II generation. And you have to give them credit for having, you know, um, endured the war, um, the war here at home, and, of course, the war over in, um, in the front. But um, the educational system has been dumbed down since the 40s and 50s. So that's why I say that about Gen X and uh, millennials, not because they're genetically inferior, but just because the, gen- the um, education system has been damaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I will give it a whirl, you know. Yeah. But, um, uh, but the big brother... So what's happening? What's new? And you know, any alliances that are interesting? Any um, cutthroat people that are especially um, uh, well, that should well, be on, that should be on a horror show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been kind of discussing um, the exit of one of the um, house guests, and his name is Kylan, and um, he kind of got. Uh, when they told him that he was evicted, he kind of got in one of the other house guests' face. was kind of refusing to leave and was bringing up his nephew and about how, you know, he, he is not giving his nephew somebody to look up to, um, not being a good role model for his nephew. The et cetera, other guy. Et cetera. That is. Yeah, yeah, the other, the other guy. one. Uh, no, Xavier's you know, it was a poor exit, poor exit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like some people thought um, they were going to come to blows, and yeah, no, it was just not not very classy at all. I mean, you know, understanding that people that are evicted aren't happy that they're evicted, but most people exit the house on, you know, with a sense of grace. Some kind of dignity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's no choice. I mean, for them, I didn't see it, but from what you're saying, for somebody to blow up or um, have any kind of, um, you know, temper tantrum as a result of being evicted, uh, and if he wasn't, that's the part of the the game where if you you feel the producers are evicting you, they're not. It's the the, uh, other contestants. But from what I understand from you guys, they, there's a particular segment in Big Brother, the you call it the room. Uh, I forget what kind of room diary it is. Room. The diary room. The, the diary, diary yeah, room. Yeah. And isn't that the place where the producers sometimes give very, very overt hints to yeah. the uh, person in the yeah. diary room? Yeah. So yeah, that can yeah. be um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that can piss people off. I mean, I wouldn't like it if the producer was giving my competition hints against me, unless the producer was also giving me significant hints against him or her. That would balance things out. Yeah. But here's the thing, Joe. Well, here's the thing, Joe. And well, this is this is kind of what what it revolved around last night is the fact that Kylan 
the whole season had been about, oh, I want to, I, I want to go up against the best in the end. You know, I want to, even even if I may potentially lose against the guy, I want to, I want to go up against the best. So he wanted to go up against Xavier to the point of where, when Xavier was in trouble last week, he saved him with the power of veto so that Xavier wouldn't be able to be evicted, and. He was expecting Xavier to do the same thing this week when his turn came around, and Xavier decided not to save him. And instead, Thailand ended up getting evicted. And basically, you know, if you were in Xavier's position, you know, you see Thailand as your number one threat to either getting second place or going home $750,000 richer. I mean, you would probably go for the $750,000, wouldn't you? Well, that's yeah. what I was about to say. Look, if anybody who's seen this, the Big Brother from uh, from Series 1, Episode 1 has to know you cannot rely on the alliances that you form because everybody is going to go for the main prize. Why should right. they um, give up a cash uh, remuneration for the sake of a temporary friendship that's going to end when the, when the show ends. I, if I was in Big Brother, I would make all kinds of alliances, all kinds of promises, and then break every one. You might want to get that guy, money. <laughs> that's what most of them do. Yeah, I mean, that's the purpose of the show, is to win right. through deception. Right. Exactly. Otherwise, yeah, you're, you're to form temporary alliances. You're lucky if they don't cut your throat by the time uh, the end of the series is coming around. And if you do, that's cool. And you guys were talking about a while back, I had formed. So perhaps people did think that because of the sexual attraction and because perhaps, I guess they made love incognito, um, you know, that perhaps they, you know, they're thinking that if I make an alliance with him or her, this will stick and it will continue past the show. And apparently it does. But I don't know if any... Um, heterosexual alliances uh, would last. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't. If somebody said to me, "Joe, how about you and I, uh, you know, being, uh, you know, cutting it, cutting their throat?" I would say, "Yeah." And when it came time to cut his throat, I would say, "Hasta la vista." Yeah, you know, the, here's the thing: if they really were, if they really were with you, you know, if if you were in a relationship with somebody in the house. Like uh, the many showmances that we see, if you were really in a, in a relationship, and th- and this is a, this has actually happened. Uh, what season was it? Was it uh, Laura? Was it Big Brother Five that that drew uh, evicted Diane? Yes. Yeah. 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 So so basically, if if you're if you're in a showmance and your showmance partner. Uh, you know, is standing between you and the grand prize. If that person was really romantically interested in you, they would, st- you know, they would understand why you would, why you, why you would cut them. Sure. To go for the win. Because look, we've seen this even this season with friendships. You know, when they were really true friends. They understood why they were cut, and they like still Claire. loved that person, and you know, and, and they still rooted for them. 
So, I mean, it happens with relationships and, you know, um, love relationships, you know, or or even friendships. Well, you know, if they you know, really care about each example, other, they accept it and, you know, and realize it was just the game. Yeah, yeah, perfect example is um, in, was it 18, season 18, when, uh, um, oh, who, who, um, who's the good-looking surfer? <laughs> um, you know who I'm talking Brad about. Brad, on 18? <laughs> huh? <laughs> on 18? Or, or are you thinking no. 17? Maybe so. You know, um, who's the girl? Tyler. That, uh, Tyler and um, yeah, Tyler I think and she's Angela. Tyler and um, oh, what, what's her name again? The, yeah, the Angela. Angela. And yeah, Angela. Tyler okay. and Angela. So, so Tyler cut Angela, right? No, he Did didn't. He, know? Cut her. he didn't exactly cut her. No, it was um, Casey. Casey, right? Okay, right. But he would have cut her. I yeah, don't know. I, I don't so, know about that. If his mind I'm not was sure. Still in the game, <laughs> I'm not sure if he would have. In that situation, I don't. I don't. I don't know if he would have. I don't know, but I mean, I don't know. I I just um I just think that this it, the way this played out, X did Xavier did the right. Thing. He made the exactly, right move for his game to he, win. Right. For his game and for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Seriously, seven hundred and fifty thousand. I would right. have done the same thing. Look at Co- and Cody no and Derek. They are the prime example. Anybody in that kind of a dilemma, all they need to do is remember back. Cody thought he was doing the right thing by taking Derek, and boy did it screw him, didn't it? Oh yeah. 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 And and he made well, he, you know, like when he played again, he said I won't do that again and he didn't. Right. It's a lucky thing. Yeah. He was so, smart. I mean he could have yeah. taken Victoria and he would have had an easy win. But what did he yeah. want to do? That was his bro. They were the best players and they he wanted to go head to head with his bro and look what happened. Yeah. And they've asked well, Derek, would you have taken him? That. You know, and he said, oh, yes, I would have. I don't, I don't know if that's so true, though. If Derek would have faced the same situation, I don't know if Derek would have actually taken Cody. He might have taken Victoria to himself. Oh, I think It's easy to say Victoria. that, you know, when, when you already won the game and you didn't have to make that kind of decision. But I don't know if Derek would have done the same thing and it would have taken Cody. And Cody would have understood because he really loved him. You know, they were good. They were best friends. Even if they don't understand, everybody's there for the money. They're not there for bromance or romance. If they are, Joe, this then, uh, guy last sure. night was such a damn baby. It was ridiculous. <laughs> he has cut oh, yeah. and played so many players himself. So when it came around where he got got, he couldn't take it. It was like dish it out, but he sure as hell couldn't take it. That was the whole scenario last night, and he looked like an idiot screaming at this guy. Yeah. Well, it makes for interesting television. It makes. It, it was makes very interesting, bad. but he looked like a total jerk. It was crazy. Now, I was about to say, not really representative of, the, of what a, a man should do. Man should take, you know, his licks, 
and take it gracefully. It wasn't done unfairly. It wasn't done behind his back. And if it was, that's the purpose of the show. Anybody who gets who gets played, they have to realize that $750,000 is the prize. It's not temporary friendship. And for people who don't understand that, I don't understand them. <laughs> and here's another thing, you guys. I mean, he he was so stupid to begin with because Derek was really considering taking him. And he couldn't even say to Derek, yes, we're going to the end together. You know, I mean, he, he was totally blowing it on, you know, we're, we're even, you know, we're I going know. over that, you know, reasoning too. Yeah. But how no. stupid like, was he with Big D? I know. I know. Because Big was D really was dumb. ready to take him. I know. And I think after I Kylan gave him all that bullshit, he decided, you know what? Screw you too, buddy. Yeah. The hell with you. Right? No, I I agree with you, and I, I, you know, I absolutely, well, you know, Melissa, I don't know, you and I both had X, Xavier picked as one of our favorites, right, at the beginning. Yeah, I think that Xavier, Kylan, I think I had Xavier, Kylan, Hannah, Tiffany, and Claire for my five. Yeah. Maybe Sarah Beth instead of Hannah. I can't remember. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like, I mean, what do I know? I had Frenchie. But, uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) okay then. All right. That was good. You woke everybody up with that one. (laughs) You know, but, I mean, I, I always had X on my list. And I had um, I had X on my list. I ha- I had Tiffany. I had uh, I loved Hannah. I really did. I really loved Hannah, and um, and I loved Claire. So you know, I'm I'm not at all upset that X is at the end. I think um, you know he played the game well. He was smart. Um, he was well spoken. And Absolutely. boy, that you know that excerpt excerpt uh, tonight um, when Tiffany uh, was talking to him about being a bartender, and she said, "I know you're not a bartender, right?" You know, she she did have him pegged. And remember, um, who was it that said? Wasn't it uh, Tiffany or Hannah that said, "If we don't get rid of X." He's going to win the game. Yeah, Tiffany he, said that. Yes. Yeah. And he is. You know. And more power to him. I, I mean, you know. Yeah, I agree. I mean, whatever. Um, I mean, certainly there's people that can probably use the money better. He is a lawyer, and he is making good money. However, he's probably still paying off student loans. And um, you know this will get him further ahead and everything. And you know he will—he's accomplished. I mean, it's the same thing as Doctor Will when he won five hundred thousand. He was already a doctor, and you know, you know, every, everybody cheered that he won. And he he spent the the money wisely. He bought himself a condo, paid off his student loans, and invested in you know some restaurants. You know, like the big thing, he did the right thing. The big thing about Xavier this season 
is uh, this uh, this kind of di- uh, distances himself from Kyland. Kyland was very reckless, very aggressive when it came to targeting, when it came to making moves and whatnot. Xavier picked his spots. He made it to where, and I mean, this started all the way, all the way in week three when he won HOH for the first time, and he targeted Brent because he knew everybody in the house wanted Brent out. So if he were to take out Brent, no blood on his hands, basically. No. Except for except for except for Whitney, and it didn't matter anyways because she was going out next to begin with. And so, none of those people were on uh, are on jury, so what does it matter? Yeah. So so the big, you know? the biggest the biggest thing the biggest thing separating Xavier from Kyland is Xavier was more. He was more strategic when it came to times to strike. Absolutely. Yeah. He minimized yeah. his target to the point of where they they said that it, we're stupid if we keep him in this house. If we keep yeah. him in this house, he is going to make it to the end. That just shows yeah. you how minimal his target was. The fact that he's been up... He's been up on the block. Let me count real quick. One, two, three, four, five. Five times since week seven. And, and especially at the tail five. end, Steve. I mean, Aza had the shot. Kyland had the shot himself. They should have gotten him out. Yeah. Well, and Hannah had the shot. And Hannah had the shot, exactly. You know, and Han- like I honestly Tiffany thought when I watched shot. that, when Hannah had that shot, I actually thought that that they were going to vote him out. I, you know, like I thought, yeah, they're going to get rid of X. Yay, because he's a threat. Because I was cheering, of course, for Hannah. And um, no, they didn't get him out. That was a huge mistake. Well, then again, though, but then, see, I keep forgetting this, though, but this was before it became the final six. Yeah. Because then it didn't really seem to matter so much. It was keeping that the final six. But then when it got to the final six, they had their shots and they didn't take it. No, they didn't. So, you know, like, I don't know. Um, But... I really wanted Hannah or Tiffany or Claire to win because I I wanted a woman to win. Oh, I agree with you, especially Tiffany. Tiffany really deserved that win. Yeah. Yes, she did. Well, Tiffany was the brainchild behind that alliance. Exactly. You know, so that's why I really wanted her to win because that was brilliant. The way they, they, I mean, really, I don't care if they were black, I'm hoping white, she gets America's or, player, you know. I think she deserves uh, yeah. that. Yeah, I've been, I've been voting I'm, for her, so. Yeah. Uh, so there's, you know, it doesn't matter whether, uh, um, you know, the, the alliance was black, purple, pink, white, green. They played it well. And yeah. they played it with finesse. Yeah. And... They did a good job, um, you know, and, and, I mean, it just happened that they, yeah, you know, that was their goal was to have six black people at the end, 
but it wouldn't have mattered if anybody, you know, had used that, you know, and, and the partnering up with one other person, you know, outside of the alliance was brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. Absolutely the brilliant. Big and I mean, even the, the people in the, the jury house. This was, it was uh-huh. very similar. It was very similar to what the brigade did back in season 12. When they for or, sure. yeah, I got sure. the I got the yeah. right season, season twelve, when they set this up. Now, had they, had they stuck to the plan in season twelve and they had kept Matt, you know, it would have been the perfect alliance to have gotten all the way to the end. The cookout this season did what the brigade couldn't do, and that That's was right. stay together with all of their core members. And still using that strategy, they perfected that strategy this season. But you know what the other difference is? What the other difference is is the fact that those people that they partnered up with, the alliance members that partnered up with those other people outside of the alliance, very true feelings for you know, their partner. Like, you know, he did love Claire, right? Um, you know, like, like they're, they're, they really, and, and I mean, you know, X, when Alyssa went, he had tears. They really did care about those people. Because he loved her. Yeah. Do you think so? Do you think so? Oh, yeah. He was hot for her. Yep. <laughs> you know, I mean, Out, maybe outside he Outside of the showmances, have there been uh-huh. any real friendships that are, that are formed after the show is over? I, oh, I like, Joe, I oh, think yeah? this season is going to be one of the seasons where I think the most friendships are formed. After the show? I mean, they still yeah. uh, remain friends? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. yeah. There's some true friendships there. That is interesting. Hmm. However, I don't think Sarah Beth is going to still. Uh, oh no, with Kylan. No, she feels so betrayed by him. Yeah. No. Um, I was going to no. say. I don't think that, anyone's you know, going to be friends with Kylan after this season. Do you? Uh, guys? I don't think he's going to have one friend. I have to tell you. Credit goes to the final six. To Tiffany, to Hannah, to Kylan, to Xavier, and the other two just rode along. Right. They got drug along. They didn't. They didn't really do crap. They got there. They got there because of their because of the color of their skin. They didn't really play. You're talking so about sort of like, um, Big D and Aza. Yeah. Yeah, they basically they, they were along. They were they they were along for the ride while not presenting themselves as legitimate threats to win the game. Right. You know that's one way to win the game if you continue to think or make people Possibly. think yourself of not a threat. Well, Big D feels that you know? way. He feels he's a really strong competitor. Oh, and, you know, yeah. He he's, he's, he'll tell you he, he was a he wonderful be, player. He thinks <laughs> well, he can beat anybody. 
that's kind of why I brought up, even though even though there's no way in hell that you can really ever compare Big D to uh, to to Will Kirby because Will no. Kirby played the game with perfection, but you cannot you can you cannot dismiss the fact that yeah, Derek F may not have made uh, made moves by winning competitions. But the social game is still a very key portion of Big Brother, and right. if he is able to, if he is able to articulate himself in the right way against against you know say Xavier or Aza in in the final tribal or not final tribal I'm, I'm on Survivor tribal. now uh, in the final uh, the you know the finale night. Uh, it's possible we could potentially still see a big D win, even though he hasn't won a single competition this season. Right. Oh, no, no, no. But I, you no. know, I can't. I can't see it happening either. I'm with you, Melissa. I, it uh-uh. just. I, I just think Xavier would wipe the floor with him. Is there yeah. going to be no. a round any, table, Steve? Is there going to be a what? With, round with, table. With Doctor Will. They didn't have it last uh, year. I, you believe, know, I, I don't I know believe, if it'll be with Dr. Will. I believe they filmed it today, if I, re, if I recall correctly, on uh, fr, through uh, Hamster Watch on uh, Twitter. If I recall correctly, they said that they filmed it today. So the round table. They didn't have it last year, yeah. did they? Was Dr. Will the, the guy there, too? They did. I don't. I don't know if Doctor Will was the was the one doing it, but I believe they did a roundtable last year too. Did they? Because I just you know, don't remember. Um, I gotta tell you that Daniel uh, Danielle Reyes, she has said something. Jason and I would love to host the roundtable. So I don't know if they were. I don't know if they were. Um, If somebody came to them and asked them if they would do it, but I yeah, heard I something know. that Danielle was saying we'd love to do it. So whether they were asked, anybody, I don't know. Has anybody uh, played a form of a Big Brother chess? In other words, has anybody lost a competition in order for the winner to uh, to be targeted? And perhaps taken out in the future, so that the loser of the competition can get ahead. Yep. Okay. Say that again. Okay. Say that again. Yeah. Basically, 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 have they have they deliberately lost a competition so that the winner of that competition uh, could be targeted in the future? And definitely, yeah. uh, Joe, it's happened. It's happened a whole bunch of times. Oh, okay. Because of the fact that if if somebody wins the HOH, if somebody wins the HOH competition one week, they can't play in the next week's HOH. So the only way that they would be safe is to win the veto, which that can always that can always be uh, worked around by having them get backdoored by not playing in the veto competition and thus not having a chance to save themselves. So that's happened plenty of times uh, okay, cool. in past survive or in past uh, Big Brother seasons. Get you you get that survivor shit out of your brain right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, 
I, I mean, I can't, I can't help it. We just had, we just had a show last night. I, I can't help it. It's hard. I understand. Uh, we're just, I'm just laughing at you. That's all. You know, I'm laughing with you, not at you. Not at you. Okay. Yeah. Well, good because I've had because I've mm. I've had people uh, I've had people laugh at me all day. So it's great. It's oh, great to you? finally not have somebody laugh. Uh, somebody laugh. Well, well you know clear. what? I I went to the zoo today and the monkey was laughing at me. Aww. True. What were you wearing? Good. Good. Well, I was, well, I, was, I was fully clothed. Yeah. So. Okay. He couldn't have been. He couldn't have been. No, I don't know, but that monkey just got a big kick out of me. I don't know. Like. Um, Probably. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. See, see, this, I'm going to dream see, about being that harassed monkey. Even by monkeys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so now, anyway, if you if you are Big Brother, you will ever your complaint against the monkey. Do you know what? Uh, I I if I wasn't so old, I'd love to be on Big Brother Canada, right? But um, you know, I'm I'm way beyond that um, age limit. I'm pretty sure. So, you know, but. I actually like the way Big Brother Canada. Um, I, I I love Big Brother Canada. Uh, probably a little bit better than Big Big Brother uh, U.S. But um, I don't know. I've heard a lot of people say that. Yeah, but you know, I, and it's not because I'm Canadian. It's because uh, I just think that. Um, well, first of all. Last season for Big Brother Canada, Canada was very, very diverse. Um, I like the fact that they threw in a triple eviction. Uh, that was pretty exciting. Um, you know, there's, you know, Big Brother Canada seems to be more innovative than Big Brother U.S. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But I hear uh, it's more respectful too. Is that it's true? Very much. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure it is, you know. It is um, a little bit more respectful and, and uh, but, you know, like, I mean, what happened tonight or, or last night on uh, uh, with Kyland probably wouldn't have happened in Canada. You know, That's good. Because that shouldn't have happened police. last night too. That was ridiculous. Yeah, the and why didn't Ju- why did Julie wait so long? She should have been yelling, "Kylan, we want you out here. Get out here." She she just let it go on. Because because which crazy they, too. They need, because they need it they need it for drama. This season oh. has lacked drama. Yeah, that's and, true. Uh, you right, know, a lot Steve. of it, a lot of it, a lot of it has to do with keeping viewers invest keeping viewers invested. And yeah. people right. people eat this shit up. People eat up confrontations like that. Well, now, we didn't. There was, there was definitely a lot of potential. There was definitely a lot of potential for some violence to happen last night between sure. the two. Well, you know, but Kansas, so, we're, Kansas, we're talking about it, though, right? So, you know, I mean, um, it affected us. 
because we're talking about it. I can't believe that it went that far, personally. Yeah, because, you know, too. Like, in, in Canada, like, we're all, I'm sorry, please, you know, like, that would that just wouldn't happen, you know. It just wouldn't happen. But we're not I talking about that. it in a good way. We're not talking about it like, wow, wasn't that funny? Wasn't that crazy? That was no, really cool. No, no we're no. bitching about it. Like this was ridiculous. What's wrong with that? I know, but you know, like uh, you know who used to say, uh, Doctor Will used to say, bad press is still good press because it's press. Because it's press. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, um, I don't know. Like, I mean, it, it. like I agree with Steve. It got a reaction, um, you know, and um, it woke people up because, honestly, I was kind of bored. And I watched the show last night and I went, holy shit, what's going on here? Like, seriously, is this guy going to hit him? And it got people talking. It got people talking to the point of where, you know how social media has become a huge thing now in recent years uh, when it comes to uh, integrating social media into television. And now, literally last night, uh, I think it was like around around 3 o'clock, or actually no, around 6 o'clock this morning, Kylan was still trending on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, he's such a jerk. You know, that that basically, it, it tells you that CBS basically got the reaction that they were looking they for wanted. because it got it kept people talking. I agree well, with that. Well, for them. Well, that's the way it is in Hollywood. Confrontation, drama, yeah, exactly. it makes the news. Bad, exactly. pu- bad publicity is still good publicity. Unless you're a politician, yeah, exactly. but even then, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, you guys, I've got to go because you're all breaking up. Um, so I'm getting a poor connection. So I'm going to go. It was really nice talking to everybody. And um, I'm looking forward um, to Sunday and Wednesday. Talk to you guys soon. Good talking to you. Have a good week. Okay. And, you and I'm going to sign up also, y'all. I got to get okay. up early and go to Turkey, Iowa. Okay. Okay. Right. Turkey, well, we Iowa. All right. Have a good okay. night, y'all. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Well, we we still Bye-bye. we still we still have about we still have about 23 minutes left in the actual main portion of the show before we go uh, into the extra hour. Um, if we do even have anything else to talk about uh, for the for the final hour, uh, considering the fact you know obviously Big Brother is coming to a close next week actually next uh this upcoming wednesday i believe Yay. is the finale Yay. so uh we, now for for those for those uh who may listen to our show and are wondering we will have the final edition of the big brother recap show next week next uh next friday night um and we'll basically cover the entire season essentially uh, from beginning to end, especially if Xavier – well, actually, I, I guess you could make a compelling story for either of the final three. 
currently. So there's still there there's still a a little bit to talk about, I guess you could say. Uh depending on what happens in these final two parts of the uh of the final three HOH. Yeah. Here's a question for you guys. Do you think that Xavier is set to take Big D, or do you think that maybe there's a possibility that he might change his mind and take Ozzo with him to the final two? What do you think? You know what? I think that if, personally, I think that if Ozzo wins part two, he would take her. I don't know. Okay. You know, he... Uh, but he has said that his real final two is Big D. Right. So he might he might stay with that. He might. Stay I was with just that. wondering it's if you guys up. thought maybe he could change his mind. <laughs> I mean, anything's could. possible. Anything's possible. He he stated that his real final two is with Big D. Um, because I'm sure Big D, which, but, which won't happen, but let's say if Big D had the choice, I really believe he would take Ozzo with him. Um, because he would uh, know that he couldn't beat Xavier, and I believe he would take probably Ozzo. Oh, yeah. Do you agree? So do I. Yeah, I do. I agree, and I think Ozzo would take Big D. Because, I mean, you have to – with Ozzy, you never know, Melissa. She just does the craziest things. But if both of them um, were smart, I, they would take each other. Yeah, I think she would take Big I would think I really so, do. too. But I was shocked what she did to begin with. I was shocked when she didn't put the two biggies up there when she finally had that chance, when she won that one mm-hmm. stinking HOH and just blew it. Yeah. I mean, she totally wasted that HOH. It was crazy. Yeah. I agree. Um, so with Ozzo now, I, I, I don't know what to think with her. But I do believe that Big D would take her and be smart. I Yeah, I think he would. I think that he would probably take Ozzo. Um. Yeah, pretty sure he would. I mean, here's the, here's the odd part. Here's the odd part, though, is that there hasn't really been any indication on the show what he's going to do. Right. Exactly. You know, there's always the possibility that maybe... Maybe Big D might take Aza. Maybe Big D might uh, might stay true to Xavier because they did really have that connection where, uh, at the time, Derek and Xavier were both on the outside at one point before the cookout was even formed. So, and Xavier's and smart way, enough; he could try to talk him into it, also. Yeah, and by and by the way, they said that the cookout was formed on day one last night. Yeah, that's still bullshit. But let's, yeah, let's let's say let's let's continue to to go along with that uh, thing that it was formed on day one. No, it was not. Complete bullshit. 
that it was uh, yeah. It was formed after the slaughterhouse was formed. Yep. And the slaughterhouse was formed what day two? Yeah. So, uh, you know that whole narrative. You know it's it's. It's it's kind of fun. It's kind of funny how you know we talked about how I brought up the thing last night on on the Survivor Pod, for example, how the narrative was that uh, you know they started they started off that whole come on come on in guys story, and that Ricard you know had seized the opportunity to to know that basically. If he brought, if he all of a sudden objected to it uh, the very next day, you know that he that it would get put on the show. It's the same yeah. thing with Big Brother. You know, there's a certain narrative that the show wants to go along with, and yeah. we've seen it. We've seen it very clearly this season. You know, the fact, and I brought this up, too, in the, well, I guess we could almost call it non-existent live chat that we had this uh, tonight, because tonight was maybe, considering it was only a uh, a memory lane uh, episode, you know, there wasn't really much interest in tonight's episode. But one of the things they did show was the relationship between Christian and Alyssa and the fact that they would have to stay apart from each other in order to not get targeted. The fact that they didn't even bother to put on the main show when they were still in the house tells you right then and there that they had, they did not factor at all into CBS's narrative that they were going uh, with for the season. Yeah. Yeah, I think – now, I had said this before. I think that CBS had a vision of how they wanted it to go, and then when things started going a different way, then they got on board with that. Um, But like I said, I would have preferred – and it did happen that way, kind of, where – the black and the white could play together and be and play well together. And so the black, um, the cookout um, had each, you know, their white person, even though two of them were people of color that weren't included in the the alliance. But I would have liked to have seen that once all the other people, the cookout, and then their offshoots or their pets or whatever they want to call them, their person, once the other people were out of the house, then the real game begins. I would have liked to see a mix of people going into the end of the game. You know what I mean? Hello. Am I here? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I was. Uh, yeah. You're here. I'm sorry. I was. Uh, I was typing up something. 
Uh, I it's had, just I this had, uh, season, I it just was not going to pan out that mute. way. They had it all yeah, planned, and it just was not going to happen. Yeah, it's what I, I would have preferred to happen. I think it's maybe what CBS was hoping would happen. But then when it didn't happen that way, they had to they had to go with it and yeah. take it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I just I would have preferred it to go that way because I would like to have seen. So you're um, not going along know, like with act- Jim's idea that CBS made put that in their minds to do this. So you're not going with that frame of mind. Um, what do you mean? Because Jim was basically saying that CBS was telling them to do this. I don't think that CBS told them to create this alliance. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I I, I, I don't. I think that when they started out, their hope was that um, by having a larger mix of people of color that we wouldn't see the, we wouldn't see them all out first. Basically, but at the same time, because that, that would the bother the time, hell out though, of me, Melissa, if CBS the same, did at that. The same, at the same time, though, Kansas, you can't really say that once things started rolling, that CBS didn't kind of have the producers egg it on. I think they. You did. know what I mean? I think that once, I think that once it wasn't going the way that they wanted it what they had envisioned, what I think they had envisioned, that they had to roll with it and take advantage yeah, that of it. They you saw, know what I mean? Well, they didn't really have the, any choice. At the, same, <laughs> at, the same time, at the same time, though, they saw an opportunity for good press by yeah. having yeah okay yeah I'll by having that. contestants okay. by having contestants it. make history in Big Brother. Right. Right. Uh, in in coincidentally, the first season to have fifty percent uh, a cast of fifty percent people of color and fifty percent white. You know, it's yeah. It's you well, can't as many really fans call, that are angry really about it, a, it are just as many fans that are very happy that this happened, and that's well, not yeah, just obviously. you know black people. This is white people too. You know, it's it's but, very much you know right down the middle. It's really not a more people feel angry about it. But it basically, you can't me. you can't really you can't really call it a coincidence that this happened, though. You know what I mean? See, I just hate production. No, it, I wish that production would just stick their noses out of things yeah. and just let the game be the game. I <laughs> I hate that. Uh, what I'm what I'm saying is that I do not believe that CBS went into the season thinking this is what we're going to do. We're going to have these oh, no. six people no. um, form this alliance, and they're going to take it to the end. Now let's get that in their ears. Blah blah blah. What I think that they no, had no, no. intended was that that there was going to be enough mix that we weren't going to be seeing um, all the black people voted out first. Yeah. And if you if you want to be if I okay, I'll have to say this, and it's not being racist in any way, or putting down anybody else who has played the game. But um, I think that the people that they did bring in, 
the people of color that they did bring in had very good heads on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. They had brains. They had a means of strategy and getting themselves to the end. Um, smarter, basically. Um, not saying that the other people weren't smarter or weren't They smart had people or, who were students. And, they had people who were students of the game, basically. Right. Yes, yes. They had, they were exactly. more, they were more capable, I guess. And right. I know that sounds really bad. It sounds really bad. But even even really um, fan favorites that were people of color in the past, like Devon, you know, she she was entertaining. She was very entertaining. But I don't think she really had the strategy aspect of it. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, and also, it's like I said uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think a lot of the people of color, there were a lot of people of color that did go kind of far in the game. They just didn't make it to the end, like Danielle, um, as far as Danielle did. Let's just say that. And, but it's not like they were the first out. Well, we've they had black people that had that had great strategies. You know, we've we've seen right, we've real, seen a mixture. Quick, you know, just just like just like us. Quick, you know, I mean, it's always a, been a mixture, just like us. Real quick, we just have, like white uh, people. We have added we we have added uh, Teresa onto the line here. Teresa, you're you're just in time before we go into the uh, into the after show here in the next uh, eight minutes or so. Hola, Teresa. Hola, Hola. <laughs> Hi. Um, I'm hi. glad you're I, here. I am exhausted. Uh, I ended up leaving work today. I, could, I got, I passed out. And oh, no, don't get sick again. Oh, man. And so I slept till like 5 o'clock this, af- this afternoon, so I am like, Wired. You okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I just got dehydrated. I had about three cups of coffee and zero water by then. Oh, that could do it. Huh. But yeah. anywho, well, yeah, we were just discussing. Um, uh, where were we at? We were discussing. I will have to say, this is my second season of watching Big Brother. Uh, I'm kind of at a disadvantage on that topic. That being said, I mean, you look at uh, David and Devon from last season, and they were pretty good. And even this season, I mean, we had some decent people. It's it was kind of half and half. I'd say uh, Hannah, Tiffany, and Xavier uh, were pretty decent strategists and stuff and that. But 
Well, Thailand uh, was too, to a degree. But yeah. um, what I, I'm saying that in past seasons, I don't think that we've had the level of strategy, um, except for Danielle Reyes. She was dynamite. She was a very good strategist. Um, I might have to go back and rewatch. See, that David season. disappointed me last season, but his first season, he seemed to really get a good grasp, not knowing anything about the game. You know, he seemed to really get a good grasp of what was going on. And I mean, uh-huh. I remember being so bummed out, wishing that he would have had a chance to have been able to to really play, because he looked like he would have been a terrific game player. But then last season, he just disappointed me so badly. Yeah, I don't think they uh, all of them talked a big talk about, you know, looking after each other and everything, but none of them really had the strategy to to get themselves further in the game. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, look what he did with Davon. He made her. He he yeah. screwed her game terribly. Yeah, and it was um, it was awful. But last season, it wasn't necessarily strategy no. that got people to the end. It was their competition ability. I mean, Cody pretty much smoked everybody. Yeah. And I know, like, even, like with this season, I mean, I'm not sure as far as, like, uh, strategy-wise and competitions. I mean, Xavier's been able to do well with competitions and strategy. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, I mean, kind of like what a lot of people do, they get where the cookout was coming from, but I wish there was a balance. That yeah. it didn't go. Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't uh, help it if certain, you can't help it if certain people suck, you know? Right. Yeah. You can't really <laughs> exactly. help it. Yeah. I, yeah, mean, I mean, know. Um, I mean, I, know uh, I, I mean, Aza and Big D were, I hate to say this, forgive me for the, for saying this, but they were both a worthless piece of shit all season. Yeah, I wouldn't say, well, let's, they didn't pull their weight. Let's just just say that. Um, I mean, yeah. Derek could barely get up off the couch. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I just... And, and and Oz has stayed that, in bed all season. Not, not just that, yeah, but Oz has really in bed a lot also. Yeah. I'm Derek, not sure Derek, Derek, Derek broke a bed, too, this season. Let's not forget that. Oh, did that. he break a bed? <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> did he really? I must have missed wow. that one. Oh, my. And, but, I mean, Oz, yeah, go ahead. I was just saying it's kind of like what, a friend of mine who's not in Whispers uh, said that they basically, uh, Big D and Aza just pretty much floated the whole season. 
Yeah, pretty much. The frustrating thing, too, Teresa, was when Aza had that damn shot. She finally wins HOH. She knows what was going on. Tiffany drummed it into her head. These boys are going to be working together. They're going to get us all out. The writing was on the table. She had a damn shot to change the game around, and she freaking blew it. And she totally wasted that HOH. That, above everything, just infuriates me with her. Yeah, she, you know, had she been smart, she would have um, I don't know. Put the, I two, think, put the two guys up. She would have taken her shot. Exactly. And she would have been, and, exactly. and I'll tell you what, she would have been appreciated by fans a lot more, too. Yep. She would have been looked at, you know, like, wow, Aza, at the end. Okay, but you didn't really do much, but look what you did now. Good for you, girlfriend. Yeah. She, right? She would have preferred to get Kylan out. That's what she would have had some respect do. doing that, at least. No yeah. respect at all. Um, even, even when they talked about it, you know, in the uh, jury house, it was the same thing. It's like, wow, you mean you blew it. You blew your HOH for that. Uh-huh. It's ridiculous. I mean, if yeah. I was Ozza, the smartest thing would have been would have been to put Kylan and uh, Xavier on the block with Big yes. D as the possible backdoor. Absolutely, exactly. they needed to get a big target out. That was her shot. They did. They did. And Hannah, honest to God, thought because Aza, or Ozza told her. You know, Kylan is my target. I want Kylan out. Right? But she was in love with Xavier, so there wasn't any way she was going to put Xavier out. She didn't want to put Big D out. She did want Hannah out because she, quite honestly, Hannah wasn't black enough, if you want to put it. She made several comments throughout the season about Hannah, Hannah not being black enough. Oh, that's well, awful. She didn't come out. She didn't come out in those words. Basically saying that she had commented that she was only half black. Oh, I was only half black. I was getting ready to say, how can you not be black enough? That's ridiculous. Oh, well, what she meant was that she's only half no black. No comment. Well, Kylan's also, Kylan was talking to, he's also part Latino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like Steve's like, I'm out of this one. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> it's, that makes me sad but, that, uh, see, I didn't I'm hear, saying, I, I never heard I'm that saying. conversation with Ozza saying this. But, Melissa, yeah, that bothers me to hear this. That bothers me very badly. That's awful. Um. Not to shoot them, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just saying that this is one of the problems that Ava has had with Hannah throughout the whole season. That stinks. I hate hearing that. Um, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of another reason why not to like her. I think I'd vote. I don't for like that. I don't like those before. comments at all. She Ava always came across as a sweet person to me. She really did. That had a good heart. I didn't like her gameplay. I did not think she was a good game player, but I liked her as a person. 
I thought so but, too until that. Well, but hearing her saying these kind saying. of remarks, it just it that bothers me. She made a remark actually in tonight's show about something to that effect with men. She wanted to have a man with darker skin than her. She did say something to that uh-huh. effect. Was was yeah. there an episode yeah. on tonight? There there was a show tonight. They had oh, another big they had it last they had um a show last Friday and then this Friday. This one oh, was more a uh, let's remember, you know, where they're sitting around it eating their memory. lobster don't, and steak and then they're worry, reminiscing Teresa. about the whole season. Don't, Ter- Teresa, don't worry. Nobody nobody in Whispers watched it either. Or if they did, they were they only had it on in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I didn't, I didn't but, know it um, was on. But yeah, I was. But I that, watched that's the movie, been, so. With Aza, she um, she's had a crush on Xavier pretty much all season. Yeah. She did not like Whitney. She wanted Whitney out oh, really no. bad, because Whitney was the one that was always um, all over taking him. up Xavier's time, all over yes. Xavier, always laying on Xavier. And yep. Oz couldn't stand it. She couldn't stand nope. it. She wanted Whitney out bad. So bad. Um, well, on, well, on that note. She never trusted Hannah. She didn't trust Hannah. She didn't get to know Hannah. She didn't really That's a shame. think of Hannah uh, as part of the cookout. Um, and she had made comments that she was half black. Ugh. You know? Oh. But one of the That's problems cool. I could turn around and say that one of the problems I had with the cookout, and I understand that they wanted black people, but, I mean, you want to talk about people of color or by POC, like biracial or um, an indigenous or whatever you call it, being Alyssa was uh, Hispanic, and Derek X was Chinese, Asian. Asian. They, quite honestly, should have been included in well, the what, cookout. Well, what about Brett? What about Brett? I mean, he wasn't black, but he was. He did kind of seem like maybe he was Filipino or... No. Brent? Uh-uh. No. No. Brent was, Brent Italian, was definitely a hundred. Well, yeah, maybe maybe Italian because because of the New York accent. But now this uh, was a no. pure he, culture thing. This was strictly black people, and that's mm. that's fine, not Asian, but... not Latino. This was strictly African American. Yeah. Well, I know uh, this is a little. Off topic, but kind of on topic at the same time. It's just kind of a reference to what you're talking about. I remember showing a picture of Alyssa to a black person that I worked with at the commissary. And I said, I would like to say she's the uh, prettiest girl in the world, but I'm prejudiced. Somebody actually took it as like, the this person actually... Took it's like, oh, is she half black? Um, no, she. I mean, she was darker skinned, but that was a lot tan too. Um, 
but she was Hispanic. I'll be honest no, with you. If, no, the, if I, met, I didn't uh, know that Alyssa was Latino, to me she could have just no, been somebody met, that tanned, that, that that got really dark tans. I, I no, wouldn't I have known. My, I'm being honest with you. My, I wouldn't have known. I met my Alyssa. I was showing you a um, picture of my Alyssa. She met her daughter. Oh. Her granddaughter. Or granddaughter. Alyssa's her granddaughter. Forgetting Sarah, Alyssa. Yeah. Yeah. And she thought that Alyssa looked half black? No, because I said, I'd like to say she's the prettiest girl in the world, but I'm prejudiced. Oh. They were taking her literally. Oh. But somebody had to explain. It's like, well... It's her granddaughter, so she's going to be the prettiest girl in the world no matter what she looks like. Right. So I had to learn the correct word was bias. Yes. That's what I was going to say. I guess the the, the word would be bias. Um. But speaking of which, Jim, Sarah said she will try to call... Uh, but she's been real busy with uh, Alyssa lately. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, I guess it's it's. Uh, I'm hoping that I don't know. I mean, like going into the season, I have Xavier, Kylan, and Tiffany as my top three. I think I said Hannah, but I may have said Sarah Beth because I did like Sarah Beth going in. Um, Hannah kind of grew on me. Sarah Beth got away from me. Kyland, throughout the season, I think I explained that earlier, This week by week he would lose me a little bit more because I think he lost his mind a little bit more. He was one of my favorites week. too, Melissa Kyland. Definitely. Yeah, he, he he kind of started losing his mind throughout the season. Right. Um, week by week, it got a little bit worse. These last couple of weeks, um, ever since they got to the final six, he's been crazy um, and completely lost me. Yeah. And I think that he he, uh, he got under a lot of their skin, the cookout oh, how skin. How could he I not? A lot of them. Ugh. A lot of if them. If we couldn't stand watching him on a program, imagine living with that 24-7. That would be yeah. hard. Oh, speaking yeah. of which, that was a big reason why I called tonight. Uh, it was like, well, last night just proved he was a complete 100% asshole. Yeah, yeah. If they if they gave in, if they had how they had the fan favorite, if they gave one, if they had an award for the fans' least favorite, he would win it. Yep. I mean, just uh, the way I don't he know went about off. that. He's got plenty of fans. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Yeah. There's still. You think Derek few, would win it over him, Big D? There's, there's still, there's still a few contenders out there for for worst house guest this season. Who do you think? A, a Frenchie. Big D, Frenchie, Brent. 
for his uh, outward creepiness. Uh, Whitney. <laughs> no, Whitney. Whitney is kind of up there. I think. Uh, I think she's she's safe from consideration because I mean she was. You know, she wasn't really on the same sort of level. I think Brittany might be in consideration, though, considering the fact that, uh, well, let's put it this way. Uh, when I watched the episode tonight, every, t- every single time she was on camera, I had to put the mute button on because uh, <laughs> it, it, seems like, it seems like she was specifically cast. She was specifically cast to get reaction shots for the show. And how she over exaggerates uh, shock or excitement or basically something that'll get a reaction shot on television. And yeah. I literally almost went I almost went deaf last night when she was uh, <laughs> when she was uh, so shocked in the jury footage. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was happy yeah. when she was voted out. We can we can say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I will say, given certain circumstances with Brittany, it's kind of tough for me right now to really. It's hard to explain, but it's just kind of tough yeah. for me right now to. I mean, I, well, I understand. Okay. I know, on, I know I that under- you've been trying to work this in for the last couple of times. So we'll just get it out there. Go ahead and tell your story. Sorry, Melissa. No, don't worry. No, go about ahead. Him. Alyssa go was ahead. diagnosed I'm- with autism last week. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Melissa. It just. I understand, Teresa. Well, I understand why you, you know, feel that just, way. Just, uh, you know, I I understand too that Brit that Brittany is on the autistic uh, is on the autism uh, the autistic spectrum, but still, you know, there's it, it really does seem like she was literally cast just so that. Uh, because they loved her enthusiasm and they lo- and they loved her uh, her energy level, you know. It, it, keep in mind, Big Brother are shows like Big Brother. They're not just casting people to potentially win money. They're also casting a television show. And, and trying I guess to make they it were expecting. Yeah, I guess they were expecting that people would gravitate more towards Britney instead of being absolutely. Uh, uh, absolutely turned hating off. her all season long. Yeah, turned off. There we go. That's the perfect. Uh, that's the perfect phrase. Yeah, because um, I don't hate her. There, being... I, I don't hate her at all. She just got on my nerves. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, well, I, yeah, I've yeah. ragged on. I've ragged on Brit. I've ragged on Brittany all season long because of the stupid raps and whatnot. But I don't hate Brittany. You know, I'm just right. You know, I'm not that type. Of, I'm not that type of person that, uh, you know, when I'm watching, I'm watching a television. Show, if I'm watching a competition show like Big Brother or Survivor or something, I want to see contestants that are actually playing. I don't want to see random filler bullshit that we uh, like stuff like tonight that we ended up seeing on the. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, walk down memory lane 
thing. But just like I mean, when they used yeah. to have the uh, back in the day when they used to have the Survivor behind the scene episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that I don't mind. That I don't mind when it's because that's usually planned. You know that they would have a behind the scenes episode because it would be sweet uh, or no, it wouldn't be sweeps week. Uh, it would be after sweeps week, I think. Um, you know, Survivor would normally have that planned. But Big Brother, and then also, I mean, they're they're one of the worst when it comes to planning things out. And then also too with Survivor, that there were times also where that. Uh, Recap episode would be on that uh, Wednesday before Thanksgiving when people would be going, getting ready to go out of town, getting ready to do whatever. Yeah, so it wouldn't, so it wouldn't really matter anyways, basically, if people watched it, because. You know, if if nothing is really happening that night and it's just going to be a recap episode, you know, why not stick it during a time where people are not even going to probably be paying attention, excuse me, be paying attention, which would be, you know, around Thanksgiving, around Christmas or whatnot. Yeah. Because. Yeah. That that uh, an 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 episode like that is basically something that somebody would watch on demand, you know. Right. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. We're still we're still gonna see it. We, we're uh, I still want to see it, but it's not something that you know I need to see right away. Like like a regular episode of Survivor, or a regular episode of Big Brother. Right. If it's mm-hmm. a filler, if it's a filler episode. Stuff like that can wait. Yeah. So who would be yeah. uh, who would be your vote for uh, fan favorite? Tiffany. <laughs> I've been I voting Tiffany, for Tiffany. I think Tiffany or Derek X. I think I think one of those two uh, will have it locked up. Maybe yep. a, maybe a side chance for Hannah, but I think uh, you know it, it'll be either either Derek X, uh, Hannah or Tiffany, or maybe the whole world's going to end and Derek F will get it instead. Uh, oh God, no! Because people <laughs> won't realize people won't realize by typing in Derek to nine seven nine seven nine. They won't know that they're typing uh, that they're potentially typing a vote for for Derek F instead of Derek X. Well, in some alternate universe, that's actually already happened. What do you mean? And in that universe, and in that universe, I'm no longer living because my head will have exploded. <laughs> It was meant. It was meant as a joke, Melissa. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I um, I knew that you had been wanting to bring up Alyssa's autism and everything. I've been kind of trying to lead it away from that, only just to protect her. I I don't know if that makes any sense. I think so. And oh. if it hadn't been for the after show, where it would just be us talking, I wouldn't have brought it up. 
You know what I'm trying to say? Uh-huh. Because with the after show, it's not mm-hmm. getting out there to God and everybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still people are listening, but... Um, because it is, it does oh. go on the the tape. It is taped. Okay. It's getting out there. It's getting out there. Okay. Um, well, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. In fact, I, uh, I, in fact, I was more after after the fact that I was kind of like, oh, I hope I didn't offend Melissa by bringing this up on her. Uh, no, it, no, no. Teresa, the whole the whole after show does get recorded and added on to the original two hours. The only stuff that doesn't get recorded is if say we have one of those nights where we go past the three hours and uh you know, like we've had a couple of times before. The stuff uh the, Basically, Blog Talk saves up to three hours and 13 minutes of recording. After after those 13 minutes, so like say, for example, say say we stayed on the line till about 12.15 tonight or tomorrow morning, I guess you could say as well. Uh, those, those extra two minutes, like to end the show or whatnot, would not get, would not be included on the final uh, product, basically. Okay, thank, thanks for that. Talk, uh, because Blog Talk has yeah, some but weird, they usually has some they usually recording. cut us off at the th- at the three th- at the three hour mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually. Well, at least well there are some times is, though. Well, at least the good thing is nobody knows any last names, so that helps. Yeah. But that's good to know for future reference. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I want. I also. I also want to take this time uh, too for any sports whispers uh, listeners who may tune into this before. Maybe. Maybe if you listen to this before you listen to the sports whispers pod. Uh, there will be no Sports Whispers Weekly tomorrow night uh, because, like I said last night, I will be out of town, so I will not be able to do the show. Um, you know, I won't have the equipment to, to do the soundboard and everything. So, um, And plus, it's really hard to do it on the phone. So uh, Sports Whispers Weekly will be back next Saturday night uh, for more sports talk. So just wanted to get that out there once again. Okay. Well, I hope you have a good uh, vacation or whatever it is that you're having, Stephen, that you have good, you have safe travels. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, let me just say that uh, just because I may not be doing the podcast tomorrow night, um, Maybe people may want to stay tuned to social media. Just saying. Oh, okay, now you've piqued uh, my. You've piqued it my be interest. One oh, yeah. of those nights. He's probably going to uh, a game. Yeah, uh, I am, um, and it is possible that it could be one of those nights where. Uh, 
I kind of overindulge a little bit, uh, if you want to put it that way. And gotcha. And he'll so, be Steve. And we'll be we'll be yeah. hearing. This is Steve. Yes, and uh, maybe maybe I'll be taking pictures of myself blacked out. I don't know. <laughs> and Kansas, and Ka- and Kansas, Kansas, it has happened before. You can ask Jim next uh, really? uh, next week. You can ask you can ask Jim next week. It has happened before. I have posted before before Melissa became a mod and before Laura became a mod. Uh, I have posted pictures of myself blacked out while oh, my blacked out, and they were they re- they basically became the group photos for our mods group on Facebook. Oh no! So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I will say I will say this, and forgive me if I sound lame. But I consider all three of you my friends. Oh, I consider you guys my oh. friends, too. I love talking to y'all. Yep, you're our friend. And especially with this COVID mess and everything, you know, you guys have been terrific. I love it. I'm addicted to this. And y'all well, don't yell have... at me. That makes it nice, too. I don't. I know I'm not going to get yelled at by you guys. Well, I will <laughs> say in a few weeks. On one of the Survivor podcasts, I won't be on because I will be in Branson. Oh, how fun. I've always wanted to go to Branson. Yeah, the school has uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday off for parent-teacher conferences. And since I'm a para, I don't have to be there. So I have five days off, and it's only four hours from where we're at, so... My husband said we're going to go to Branson. How cool. I mean, we've been before, but go ahead, Steve. Shit, never mind. I just, I, I, I was about to say something, but I completely lost my train of thought. Been there, done that. I guess I'm starting yep. early, I guess you could say. Other words, you had a brain fart. Yeah. Never, never mind. Oh, never yeah. mind me. Continue on. It happens, and the older you get, the worse it gets. Believe it me. really oh, got bad for me during this COVID. Last year, it really started getting bad. I don't know if it was depression or whatever, but seriously, there's there's been a lot of changes in me since last year. Uh-huh. Well, I will have to yeah. say I was kind of feeling depressed yet last night, so I was kind of glad I called. And then uh, when I had when I hung up for 30 minutes, a friend of mine actually called to check on me, so. Oh, that's good. Good. Yeah. But we're going to celebrate um, next Friday uh, during uh the podcast. Uh, hopefully, we'll be. Hopefully, we will be celebrating. I well, think next that, Friday. Uh, well, next huh? Friday's my birthday, so. Oh. Well, okay. we'll definitely Happy celebrate. Birthday. 
I'll make sure I have a drink in me on Friday so I can be silly. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Oh, oh, because my lantern for my ID, for my badge at school, it's the St. Louis Cardinals. We got to talking today about uh, about that and stuff, and I was like, yes, 2016 was the worst year. And to top it off for me on some personal levels, but to top it off was uh, Trump becoming president and the Cubs winning the World Series. Hmm. Yeah. Well, the last yeah. part was a joke, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, um, but who, um, um, but who thought here's a topic of conversation that I can tell you guys that has been really getting to me this storyline that it's all over the news, the Gabby Petito story. Oh, oh, now we oh talk my about God. other topics. I want to tell you this: this whole story has really messed me up so badly. Yeah, been pretty. Have they found him yet? No. No. His parents. I mean, it just makes me so mad. This whole thing. This little girl was such a beautiful young girl, and just to have her life snuffed out like that, and the whole thing where it's so obvious that the parents covered for him, and ugh. Just when they thought they they thought they had a trace on him, but it turned out to be. it turned out to be something different because they thought that they had a, uh, they thought they had video of him on one of those deer cameras uh, that for some reason people in Florida have deer cameras that uh, keep an eye on if deer uh, come into their yards or something. And supposedly uh, the outline, supposedly the outline of the guy uh, showed up on the camera and I guess it was proven to not be him, apparently. So, do you think he's alive still, um, you guys? Or do you think he might end up, if he didn't already, just finally off himself? What do you think? I don't know. Um, I think his parents know where he's at. It's obvious his parents his parents definitely know where he's at, especially considering when he returned after he supposedly had killed uh Gabby was her name? Yeah. 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 After after he had supposedly killed Gabby when he had returned, his parents were la- uh were last seen with him leaving their house in the uh in either the RV or they were in a different vehicle with him in it. So okay, so he was, was seen the because there was the talk, Steve, that they didn't even know because John Walsh was talking about it recently, and Nancy Grace also, where they were saying that nobody even saw him, and who knows if he even came home. So you're sure oh, no, that somebody did, did see him no, be home? No, he did. 
they uh, they mentioned on uh, it was mentioned on Twitter that he or maybe it was TMZ I forget which uh, that he did come home after the uh, he was spotted by other people besides the family yes okay yes he was okay, spotted that's he good was to spotted know. he was spotted by he was spotted by neighbors with okay. his parents because John Walsh was that saying was, how nobody spotted him at all. And he wonders if he even ever came home. Well, there's been multiple hmm, at least accounts. that's good to know that there's he was been, spotted. Then there's been there, there, there's been multiple accounts that have different. I things. know it's crazy. It's like you hear so many different stories, but I, but but the bottom line is it's obvious to what actually you know was going down, even with the parents, you know, where they're saying, why did they wait three days? If he left Tuesday, why did they wait till Friday to contact the authorities? Gee, I wonder why. You know, you know, you know the way I look at it. The way I look at it is, the longer that this goes on, the colder that the trail is going to get. So, I know. Yep. You know, he's pretty much if he is still alive. The fact that they haven't been able to track him yet. He's number one off the grid, more than likely. Yeah. But number two, you know, you're pro. He he's pro. He he probably had everything said. Like, because keep in mind, he was reading, he was researching uh, a whole bunch of uh, disturbing things. By I I I had read that he was reading a whole bunch of books on, like, uh, something having to do with murder while also avoiding the authorities or something like that. I forget the exact um, context of the book that he was reading. But uh, as a matter of fact, he was reading the book on one of their uh in one of the social media photos that they had posted during their uh during their trip. Wow. Hmm. So well, he had you been know, and I have to say that this 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 brings up um a story that happened a few years ago um here in Colorado. My daughter was living with her boyfriend in um, Berthoud, Colorado. And she lived across the street from this guy. And he was, she said he was kind of a strange guy. Well, come to find out, he had this girlfriend. And one day he took his girlfriend or met his girlfriend at a lake, at a, a local lake, a nearby lake. And he shot and killed her. Oh, he my God. And, her, and then he took off to Fruta Monument, or, yeah, to Fruta in, um, near Grand Junction, if you've ever heard of Grand Junction, Colorado. It's near there. And he had her wrapped up in a rug, oh. and he was going to bury him. He, he was going to bury her on her, his grandparents' land. Oh. But he got caught. Thank God. And he's in jail. He's gone to prison, but it's. And he was it, it right by your daughter. Me. That's scary. 
Yeah, well, my daughter actually had talked to him before, you know. Oh, and um, and it, it come to find out she wanted to break up with him. Um, she wanted to break up with him, and he wasn't having any of it. So. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that might well, have been wonder- the situation with this one, too, with Gabby. Because uh-huh. they did call off their engagement. Yeah, and before they left. Yep. And why she decided if they called off their engagement before they left, why did she even go with him? That's the the thing that I'm like, I I just don't get it. And she was living at his parents' house, too. Ugh. They were both living there at his parents' home before. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I just don't understand. I mean, something had, I mean, she had to have gotten some kind of clue that he was not right. Well, they're saying that that one message that she left because they were saying, did he send it? Did she send it? The whole stand thing, because the stand stands for something. The S T A N. I forget the exact phrasing. Yeah, it's her grand. It's no, used, no, it's, you know, her, it's, it's her grandfather's name. It's her grand, or it was her grandfather's name. But they're saying that that might not have been. But she never called him Stan, because that's what oh. made the parents think. Maybe he sent it. That she never called her. She never referred to her grandfather as Stan. So the parents were thinking that he sent that message. But then people are saying Stan is also an alert. It stands for something. The S T A N. I forget exactly what it was, but it's it's like an alert, where people have sent that to alert people that they were in trouble. Now in the social media world Stan would be like a psycho fan, you know? Right, Steve? Uh, yeah, they call I, mean, Eminem, I mean I mean Eminem wrote uh, Eminem did a whole song about it, so mm-hmm. um, that's pretty much what a Stan is. Because it was uh, an alert. They were they were pointing out the letters and saying that it's used as an alert that something's wrong, that someone's in trouble. Yeah, and they're thinking that she might have done that to alert her parents because shortly after that, her phone was taken from her. Not just that, but they said that there was there were signs that her phone was completely deactivated or something like that. Well, he did that. He took it away from her. And and, and the other awful thing, that was her stinking van. He's trying to push her out of her own van. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not just it being taken away though. I mean, talking, I'm talking about it like actually being deactivated to where even if she got it back, she still wouldn't be able to use it. Well, that he didn't want her to use it. That's why he took the phone away from her. He was trying, because people saw this. There's been a lot of people that have seen things. They saw her being slapped. They saw fighting over a phone. 
and her trying to crawl back into her own van. He was trying to take her phone, push her out of her own van, and leave her there. He didn't want her to be able to contact authorities. He wanted her stranded. That's what he was trying to do to her. And that was when the cops found them, because they have all that footage. And she was covering for him. You could see she was freaked out. But people saw that before this happened and said, we see this guy slapping this girl. Yeah, and it, and that's the thing. He Was he threatening her family? Was What was he, what was he doing that was getting her to comply like that? We don't you know. That's the, we have no idea exactly. Something happened that she freaked out. She was afraid of him. But the worst part was, and and the family, you know, her father talked about this. She was a tiny girl, and she would not have been. She would not have felt safe being alone. She did not want to be alone. She wasn't as. She wasn't a big hiker like he was. She went along with him with this journey. He was the hiker of the two of them. She wasn't. She did this with him. But the fact that he was trying to take her phone and leave her stranded there without her van, that would be pretty scary, too. I, I just, he was trying I to, I mean, imagine. in the middle of nowhere to, 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 take her, to take her phone and leave her stranded? That's horrible. Yeah, and I, you know, I I think about this and I pray to God that if my daughter were to ever get in that kind of situation, that she wouldn't cover for him, you know, cover yes, for the exactly. cycle that's treating her that way. Right. I mean, I've, I've raised her to say, nobody deserves that. You don't put up with that, you know. Well, John Walsh was furious at the cops that pulled them over because they were making it more look like it was her. Because he was acting all calm, cool, and collected, whatever. And the thing is, John Walsh was saying, all you had to do was look at her and look at her demeanor. You could see something was really wrong with her. There was a lot of screw-up. Something that could have been prevented. Exactly. She should have been taken away from him, period. Not just separated taken away from yep. him. But I wish when she would have been in the van, because when they separated them, he stayed at a hotel. She was in her van. I wish to hell she just would have gotten the hell out of there, just drove away and left him there. But I believe she was afraid of him. I mean, you could tell that yeah, but from the picture of her crying. But even if she, I mean... That would be the biggest thing is that he scares the crap out of me. I can't be with him. I need to get away from him. Right. You would think that she would be doing everything in her power to try and get away from him, but she wasn't. She stayed with him. What threats did he might have might have said to her to, to keep her from doing that? Exactly. I'm going to kill your parents. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Um, exactly. I will hunt you down. I no, definitely believe um, she feared for her life with him, and it happened. Yep. 
It's a horrible story. The only one of his family that, that seemed to care at all about her was his sister. That's it. His parents didn't give a shit. All they care about is they're being bothered because the community's at their door hounding them. Well, you know what? Aww. Good for the community. Good for the neighbors. I hope they're there every day and night bothering those parents, saying, where is she? Where is she? Speak up. I'm serious. Your son's a murderer. Speak up. And your accomplices. I hope they're there every damn day making those two lives miserable. They're horrible people, the parents. Seriously. Isn't that terrible? They're being hounded by the community. That's their complaint. Let me play my violin for them. Yeah. I mean, the parents, her parents were trying, to, you know, to get some kind of information, and they're not calling them back. And that attorney also, he also he's also a big liar covering like that for this creepy kid. Yeah. That his their lawyer's also a piece of shit. There's so much of this case just makes me so it makes me so mad, you guys. There's so just much. Give, just give me five minutes with this guy. Yeah, he yeah, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I'm just waiting to hear He's how not. she died. Because they're doing the whole autopsy thing. They they did say homicide, so yeah, um, yeah, Teresa, I wouldn't want to be alone with him for five minutes unless I had a really big gun. <laughs> oh, he's at least he's finally you know, being it. convicted of something. You know, he was he was basically you know proven innocent, you know, innocent until proven guilty. You know, all this bullshit when everybody knows that he's guilty, but now he's guilty mm-hmm. of stealing money from her because he was using her credit card. And he stole like over a thousand dollars and was buying stuff after she disappeared. So now he's convicted of that. So now he's mm-hmm. a wanted criminal because of that. Yep. Boy. Hmm. People. Uh, I'm so it's blessed. That... Can you imagine that being your child? Honestly, it's so terrible. I'll tell you what, that wouldn't be, wait a minute, hold on. Would that, you mean that being Gabby or that me be being the uh, guy who killed her? Gab, I could care less about oh. that Brian. Oh, please. He can die in rotten hell for all I care. Can you imagine being Gabby's parents? And, you know, his her dad was so young when, when he had her. He said that she helped change his life. He was 20 years old when he when they had her. And he said he was a mess, and she just and she changed his life around. He became yeah, a good I, person when when they had her. Yeah, I uh, believe me. I could care less about Brian and his parents. They can all rot in hell, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, they suck. I, in fact, it's, well, I, I have to say on both sides that one, if that was my son that was doing that. I'd be like, no. Well, one, I wouldn't have a son that would do that because I'd have a son that would learn the value of treating a woman like 
a human being. And it's also just a matter of right from wrong. And if you're a decent kind of person, you say, son, I love you dearly. I will stand by you, but you have to face the consequences. What you did was wrong, and you yeah, have to face I, I was, it. Yeah, to that I would have to say um, it happens in the best of families. It happens yes. in the best of families. You could be the best parent, but if exactly. your son has mental issues, right? then they're going right. to have mental issues. I mean, there's, it's, sometimes it can be, yeah, it can be the fault of the parents. But sometimes it's not. Yeah, unfortunately. But I can tell you that if he confessed to me, if if my son had said, yeah, I, I killed somebody or I killed this girl, I would have been calling the cops myself. Right. Um, yeah, I would. I would too, Melissa. Mhm. Oh. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have uh, tried to get him out of the country or, you know, it's just get so him to a place it's where terrible. he couldn't be found. They were waiting. That's that's this whole thing, you know. They were killing time, and every the leads that they gave the cops. Oh, he's in this because that's the other thing. He's not there. He's somewhere else. Where where they're saying he went is bullshit. They're leading the cops on a wild goose chase. He's not there. He's somewhere else. Yeah, trying to give him the opportunity to get as far out of. Exactly. Yes. You can get. They were saying he could be in Mexico. Who knows? Yep. He stole a thousand dollars from her. Who knows how much money they gave him? Yeah. I mean, who's to say that when they the last time they, they should saw be in jail? In, uh, so let's be real. They should be in jail too. They're accomplices. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Even if it's uh, they should be able to tell. That. They should be able to tell if they took uh, uh, any kind of significant amount of money out of the bank at one time. That would be a pretty good tell that they were giving him money to get away. I don't know. If, I don't know if they looked into that. If the parents had pulled money out of a account, or if they account. had money already in the house, yeah, they got money from somewhere where it's not seen. Are <sighs> telling? They set their kid up to be able to fly. Is exactly what happened. They're they're all disgusting. So, yes, Teresa, I could care ten shits about what happens to any of them. They're horrible people. I will people. say this. there's any justice, uh, once he's put in prison, somebody will take care of it for him. And that's the question, too. Is, is the idiot still alive? No, not necessarily. Somebody won't necessarily take care of it because 
it's not like it's not like he was doing this to uh, somebody of a young age. I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. A child, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, he did this to. Th- this would be just like if he had murdered somebody else. You know, he it, because he because you know they have certain limits you know if anything he would probably he would probably i shouldn't say respected but uh he would probably fit in the with the general population right yes yeah well that being said uh this case there's there's been some references to uh Chris Watts and... Yeah, Chris Watts. If anyone would have been killed for doing horrible things to children, it would have been Chris Watts killing his wife and his two little babies. That happened just down, I mean, uh, maybe 10 miles from me. Oh, no, really? They lived in... They lived in... Wow, Melissa. Which is... Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, they lived in Frederick, which is just right down the highway from us. That's crazy. And then when crap uh, like that happens. When crap like that happens, oh, when you're this close, you know. Oh. And Scott Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I am honestly surprised. One that they're reversing the death row penalty, and two. I know. If somebody hasn't tried to already kill him in prison. Chris Watts especially. Mm. Because what he did was disgusting. I hear he has girlfriends, you know, that write to him, you know, behind the bars. It's just, are you kidding me? These dumb women. What's wrong with these stupid, crazy, sick-ass women that want relationships with these nutty men? They they've got mental problems of their own. No kidding. <laughs> it's just bizarre. You know. I have I have a friend oh brother. Tanya okay. I'm not gonna go there. Well the worst was they just had, the other not day that they, they had, had any was kind a... of romantic they didn't really have a romantic interest in these people, but they were curious. Um, who were the two brothers that killed their parents? They were oh, years ago in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, the two, oh, what were their names again? Menendez. I just saw that story not that long ago. Menendez. The Menendez brothers, yes. Yeah. Kyle and Lyle. Mhm. Oh, well, they're married the two, also. The they two, have wives. They you, got married you mean behind the two bars. Who were? Uh, you mean the two who were uh, who who I, I forget I forget which uh, basketball card they're on, but uh, you can actually see them sitting courtside at a New York Knicks game in a uh, certain basketball card. Oh my gosh! I think I heard about that. That is definitely some foobar stuff. Uh, there yeah. was literally some girl that was on, I think it was Dr., it was either Dr. Oz or Dr. Phil, that was saying that she got to know Chris Watts. 
and she truly believes she got to, and she's friendly with his mother. His mom was another whack job. It wasn't Dr. Phil. It was Dr. Oz. Was it Dr. Oz? And this girl was saying that she believes Chris Watts is innocent. If you can believe this. No, brother. Chris Watts is innocent of this. He didn't do it. <laughs> well, okay. Even though that he admitted he did, so. Yeah. Well, you don't know. He no, could have been coerced innocent. to say that. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, it's not. It just makes me blessed to okay. have the husband I have. Me too. Yeah, me three. Um, me four. Wait, what? <laughs> 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 hey, be glad you don't have a wacky, crazy wife. There's some of those out there, too. <laughs> Not yeah, as many as the men, but there are some crazy yeah. women out Speaking there, Speaking of some crazy shit, I saw something on the news thing about this couple who went to a restaurant in Texas and got kicked out because they were wearing a mask. Oh, I heard that, yes. Can you believe that? Also known as another day in my city. It's ugly. It's so ugly out there. Uh, They got got kicked out because they were wearing a mask? Mm Mm-hmm. Because it was an establishment where they're against it. Oh, brother. See, I oh, have yeah. a friend. It's crazy. It's, it, it can still, it can still, if it, if it's a, if it's a, if it was a private establishment, they can still get legally, they can, they can kick people out if it's a private establishment. Can you believe that? That's part oh, of the brother. rules. It's insane. That's insane. Par- that's part of the rules. Totally okay. insane. Well, I, um, I had a friend. Gosh, I think my daughter was a year old when she died, and she had died of cancer, but we were still all in contact with her kids for up until a certain time. But I do know that one of my friends is still friends with her daughter, and she texted me the other night and said, Gerald's dead. And I'm like, well, what happened? Well, he didn't get the vaccine, and he died of COVID. And it's really sad. I mean, something that could have been prevented, you know? Yeah. And you see all these people who say, I should, they're in, they're in the hospitals with COVID. They're going on a ventilator or whatever. I should have got the vaccine. I should have got the vaccine time and time again. But there's so many people that have this. It'll never happen to me, Okay. It'll never happen to me. It hasn't happened yet, so it'll never happen to me. Well, until it happens, right? Uh, and how many of so these crazies get COVID and they still refuse to get a vaccine? I know. Or they refuse to admit that they even have COVID up to their dying breath. <clears throat> they still are, They still won't admit that they have it. Right. Yeah, I don't know, but it's almost time to go, guys, so I just wanted to take a minute. Um, I think we got cut off last week, 
Um, so I just wanted to take a minute and say thanks for calling in. And I hope you have a good weekend and good week. And we will be back next week for the finale of both the Big Brother and the podcast. And then we'll Sounds thank you guys for the show. And everybody have a wonderful week. Have fun and, and stay safe, you both, both of you, um, Teresa and Steve, on your little vacays. Stay safe. Uh-huh. And have a we'll good time. talk yep. to you probably Thursday. Yeah, we'll talk on Thursday for the Survivor podcast. Looking forward to that. Featuring Jim Early. And so... uh. There we go. We have a couple of minutes. And we appreciate all that you do, Melissa and Keith. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you for these wonderful Steve. shows. I, I, I enjoy them so much. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.